Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Get in touch with Evan Orvath or contact one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecast or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to go check them out and use promo code BFP123 for $5 off your shipping costs on orders over $20. We would also like to thank Any Racing News, The Graphics Coop, and Daniel Eugene Photography for their support, and of course, the pals over on Patreon. If you haven't yet, go over to patreon.com slash blackflaggedpodcast and subscribe for $4.69 a month. You get some merchandise discounts, some monthly giveaways, and of course, some exclusive content. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh, Occasional alcohol consumption. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls this is going to be episode 176 of the black flag podcast as always i am charlie sanborn you are bradley saucier and you are bobby timmons all the way down there we had a pretty eventful entire week starting on wednesday didn't we bob we did um <laughs> seems like it was a month ago it does and uh, i didn't do nearly the amount of shit that you guys did this weekend but uh, yeah we were at richmond it's it's not richmond it's uh, lst it's richmond karting speedway yeah richmond raceway back in my day <laughs> uh lst motorsports karting things um Man, big mainly nascarts yeah you get it it's in richmond maine they have go-karts um yeah what was it five thousand forty one dollars to the winner win the uh LO206 champ cart senior champ cart feature it was $5041 because it was originally supposed to be 3 grand to win and another sponsor JM Builders jumped on board and they said they wanted to make it the second highest paying race in the state of Maine the first being the Oxford 250 um but the second there's a small handful of events that pay 5 grand to win so they said good we'll make it $5041 to win <laughs> Um, Brian Sullivan from Connecticut uh, picked up the win. Uh, Brian races in the SK divisions at Stafford, formerly in the SK Lights. He's as good of a go-kart driver, racer that I've ever known. Um, I got to be his teammate in Atlantic City in 2012, which was pretty badass. He was definitely the A driver that weekend, and I was the B. Um, was that the school bus year? Yeah, that was the school bus year. <laughs> he uh, he battled for the win that year, too, and ended up breaking. But, uh, yeah, he uh, pretty, much, pretty much had the whole race in control. The end got a little fucky. Had a, f- you know, a few yellows there on the s- the start of the second half, which kind of sucked. But overall, I think it was a good show. They had 37 entries, uh, 22 started, so they sent uh, 15 guys home. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was a late night, but I think it was a successful event. You know, Derek Neeland um, and Steve Perry kind of joined forces to put the race together. I don't know whose idea it was first, but uh, I think it's only going to grow from here. And uh, Derek wanted it on a night where he would be there. Um, you know, obviously Derek's busy on the weekends, so it was uh, kind of fitting that it was almost like the the kickstart to Loudon weekend. Well, I, I think it was just it was more or less a perfect storm. Uh, yes, Derek would have been in town, obviously, but also there was no competition on a Wednesday, 
So, right. and they pushed it back to about seven o'clock. So even if you did go and work and you had a bit of a trek up there, that it was fine. Uh, in that category was myself and, and Lindsay. And after the work, we, uh, we rot, we rode up there with, uh, uh, the Nate Barth and, uh, Spencer's girlfriend, Taylor. And we took the Tahoe up the uh, old two ninety five, and we we're trying to do math there. And I don't think I had been there and you're trying about, to do math or uh, no, no, oh, uh, mathematics. Okay. Oh, yes. ma- mathematics, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Mathamphetamine. Ma- uh, mathematicians. <laughs> um, I don't think I had been there in about 15 years, give or take. Probably something since, about that. Probably since you left in a helicopter. Well, yeah, that did happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we used to run the race called the uh, the Dash for Cash, and that was a thousand bucks to win. And no, well, as Bobby more, just said, I, I went to the hospital one night, and it was usually kind of a fuck show of a race. It was always the crash for cash. It was. It was. It and never went well. <laughs> they announced the $5,000 to win go-kart race, and I pictured multiple people going to the hospital, not just myself. Like a couple helicopter rides. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, keep, and, them, keep one on standby. Uh, yeah. Uh, just get a uh, Boeing 737. <laughs> yeah, land on the back shoot. A medical plane. <laughs> I will give credit where credit is due. They had the little buddies and all them race and all that stuff, but... When it came down to the big show, uh, they knocked out the first half of it very quickly, and it was actually a damn good race. Yeah, it was six, um, 60 lap format with a halfway break, and I think they made it to lap 26 or 7 before the first yellow, and we're like, eh, fuck it, this will be the halfway break. Um, let yeah. them fuel up, make the air pressure adjustments. Then the second half got, got a little fucky. They, a lot of They fucky. had the choose cone rule. It, it, and good idea in theory, but it, to me, I personally don't like it. It's a gimmick, and... The sport is can it doesn't need gimmicks like that. So what you would have is Richmond is the bottom is the way to go, and you can pretty easily push a guy off the top of the track and, and put him out in the grass. So their idea, which I give um, Ryan Phillips credit, he's a race director, said you know well everybody says it's a bottom feeding track. Well, if you want to stay on the bottom, you have the choice, and if you don't, you have the choice to go up top. Well, the top six or seven would all stay on the bottom. So then you just get the eighth place or ninth place go-kart on the outside pole. And I think it was five restarts before we got a lap in after the halfway break to the point where I finally said to take that fucking cone and throw it back to where it came from. We're going (laughs) single file the rest of the way. Well, once you get to that point of the race, the person who is running ninth or 10th is running ninth or 10th for a reason. Correct. So when they get to start on the outside pole, well, now you have a bit of a discrepancy in terms of quality between carts and it showed. Uh, when things got stacked up there before they even got off at of turn number two, and uh, it, it was a bit of a fuck show there for a second. But yeah, the restarts were hairy. Um, I don't. I mean, I raced Richmond a lot. Uh, got my first ever win in a go kart there twenty one years ago. <laughs> uh, Bob, our racing career. I never, drank. never remembered it racing that tight and narrow. Every restart was hairy. Um, they wrecked on most of them, but. All in all, still a good show. Uh, Mike Anderson was second. Uh, Brandon Tizzy was third. Brandon Tizzy had had what I thought was the quote of the weekend or the quote of the event. Um, Travis Barrett of the Kennebec Journal was there to cover the event. Travis covered motorsports for obviously as long as I've known him. So he interviewed all all of the top three and Brandon Tizzy. Somehow we found ourselves in the top five at the end. I was just hanging on, said Brandon Tizzy, who earned $1,000 for his third place performance. It's not too bad. That covers fuel tires and some of the beer I'm probably going to slam down tonight. <laughs> uh, it was midnight at, on a Wednesday when he was. this quote was probably said. But, I respect that. But uh, He pulled up the top three. I give the flag to um, Brian to do a victory lap. and I see Brandon sitting there, and he's like, how many do they want out here? I says, top three, where would you finish? He says, third. I'm like, how? 
You were like 12th the whole night. He's like, fucking A, I know, right? <laughs> uh, he's a good shit. So it was good, good for him. I think Dustin Gagne was fourth. I don't remember who was fifth. Um, but it, like I said, all in all, good race, entertaining, good, huge crowd. Like, ton of people were there. Um, like, I, I thought one of the, the in, in, in combination with the amount of people were there, who was there, it was like we were going to a big weekend at a big racetrack and we ended up at this little tiny go-kart track and the funny part of it was and we had this conversation a little bit too is that we i hadn't been there in about 15 years or so and the same top five were the same people who were fast 15 back when i was racing in those types of events like i said brian sullivan was my teammate when i raced atlantic city you know glenn meisenhelder damon schuster um tim sullivan just all these guys that were fast as fuck back then are still the guys that were fast as fuck now. And, you know, Putnam was there with the champ card. He, he, he got the big old wreck. Yeah. He demolished that thing pretty early in the heat race. And, uh, DJ Shaw was there. DJ after, just packed it up after the heat race said, fuck this. Yeah. I'm not even <laughs> fast enough to make the race. Yeah. Which um, that, that tells you uh, that the quality of carts that showed up too, there wasn't just a bunch of yahoos with their yard carts showing up. This was, this was actual, Big time motorsports at the little go kart track, yeah. so that was cool a to of, see. A lot of quality. They raced that division weekly um, at Richmond, and with all due respect, there wasn't a regular there that even had a fighting chance of <laughs> of being up front in that race. I think two regulars made the event. I think they were both provisionals. Maybe one might have made it um, in a concierge, but um, I, I think the only Bartlett person to make it was mike rummery and he through the lc had to do it the hard way he <laughs> yeah. crashed in the heat race and almost got it in the in the conci and then ended up you had to win the b feature almost like the oxford 250 you had three chances at it um and he had to, the winner only in the b feature and they started all of 15 carts in the lcq yeah something like that and uh, so he picked up the win and then you could tell who the dirt guys were because they were like they were all bicycling on two wheels <laughs> going through the corner I'm like yeah we're not we're not in bartlett anymore toto this, <laughs> this is a completely different world yeah no uh no it was a good time though it was it was cool to go back there and I think that uh, that is a good kickoff to, like you said, the weekend, but also things going, hopefully getting hot again at Richmond and, and kicking that whole track back off again. Apparently the place was in shambles there for a minute when we weren't uh, NASCARing anymore, and looks like uh, Steve and Debbie and team uh, got the grass knocked down and the walls back up. And I knew when Steve took it stuff, over so. that, that it was in good hands. Steve had promoted a few races up there, and they were always big, huge fields and, and good money. And I mean, there's a reason you had... You know, guys driving from Connecticut on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday to race. You know, um, some gaggle pals, Borges and Perry were there. Uh, Perry got wrecked on a restart. Borges, the axle keyway slid out, and he got lucky that he had the benefit of one of the or he pull he pitted, and when you pit there, you're you're pretty much you don't have a chance to come back and uh, without you know the race restarting and losing a lap. But they kept crashing, so he had time to fix it and come back out and tag onto the back of the field. I think he got back to like seventh. Yeah, that happened when he was in second too, which yeah. was a kind of a kick in the dick. He yeah. he took advantage of the cone the cone deal there because I think he was like seventh. seventh. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he he was like, well, all right, fuck you guys, and he right. he took the top and <laughs> went to take the green and almost pile up the whole field because that's when the keyway fell out and. Yeah. Started spinning the chain, but uh, had a couple people. I jokingly said when they were doing pre-race introductions, I said, "Well, if you can't win, uh, make sure you do something stupid." And I actually had two people say, "Well, no, we don't want to be subjects of your show." <laughs> like, oh, good, you listen. <laughs> You're learning. You're yeah, learning. That's good. Um. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, um. So while you guys are Richmonding, I I haven't been to Richmond ever. Um. And uh, I'm excited. LSD Motorsports Park. I'll 
Uh, definitely make it out there one day. But while you guys were Richmonding on uh, on Wednesday, I was um, becoming my own weapon of the week. Um, so I don't. So I picked up a camper. As as of recording last week, we had a banger set up. We had a camp spot. We had no camper. So I picked up a camper on Tuesday. I'd already looked at it when I went to go look at it the first time. Uh, the guy goes, it's uh, regular, just takes a two-inch ball. I was like, all right, sounds good. Uh, my buddy was going to go help pick it up. Said he had a two-inch ball on his truck. I went to the store, bought a two-inch ball just so that we we're all ready and all prepared and stuff. And um, so he goes and picks it up with a two-inch ball, brings it back home, parks the thing. And then so that was, you know, we went out. I had a beer, got got some more party supplies and stuff like that. And uh, you know, the next day I was like, all right, so I'm, I'm towing this thing down Thursday afternoon. And uh, so I asked Charlie, I'm like, what size balls on the truck? So it's two and five sixteenths. All right. So I get home from work at about five o'clock. It is 95 degrees outside. Maybe I start getting the camper all packed up and I'm like, all right, like I want to get this thing loaded up, have it all ready. Like I was just going to Uber to work or something or see if my dad could uh, drop me off, um, uh, pick me up, drop me off, I guess over there. And uh, so I'm sitting there on the ground, just full body weight (laughs) for three hours I'm, t- I'm talking every different wrench I could find, WD-40, a whole bottle of WD-40. And when I say it was 95 degrees, I mean, I was out there for 20 minutes and I, I had to remove my tel- my, my, tel- my T-shirt. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I am. Uh, I thought you said your teeth. <clears throat> I was like, what? <laughs> I'm chronically unwell, boys. <laughs> Uh, this is, this is, uh, this is the worst I've felt in a really long time. So, uh, but so it all starts on Wednesday when you guys are all having fun. I'm sitting on the ground, absolutely dripping sweat. And at one point I looked down, like, I mean, I'm telling you this thing, you're in good hands, Charlie, as long as you only need two and five sixteenths for the rest of time, because well, that thing had the power of fucking Jesus with it. I don't you, know. You, I whole body for three hours. I was you, so sore. You had asked me that and I didn't think anything of it. Cause that's the same hitch that's been on it for fucking ever because uh-huh. it's, the, it's, <laughs> It seems that way. <laughs> yeah, well, I figured well, that out. Jesus himself put it on there. Well, then I started thinking about it. And I was like, wait a minute. No, that thing has come off all the time because before my dad passed, he had that fucking buggy thing, right? I've and watched he, you take it off. And he had that lift. Yeah. Well, the, typically I, there's just a pin, like a pin, like a pull pin with another cotter pin so that the fucking thing doesn't come apart. So I, I didn't think anything of it. And... I didn't even know that you were struggling with it until we got back and Nate was like, oh yeah, Brad's in a fucking mess with that thing. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, it's literally like the most simple thing ever. Well, I forgot that my father in his infinite wisdom somehow had lost the pin to it. So what we did was his little buggy rig had a bolt that went through it. So I just ended up swapping the bolt out with the hitch and then I've just, well, coming up on two years now and yeah. i never really had to change it yeah. again and i wasn't thinking about it and i looked at that thing i was like motherfucker that is one piece now that is so fucking rusted oh yeah, yeah. And i was like that must have been a time mm, i yeah. had a great time i had so much fun uh at one point just you know going along with the theme of it having the power of jesus behind him i looked down my hand my wrist was bleeding my hands were bleed were covered in blood from my wrist um my ankle was bleeding and my foot was bleeding so i looked like jesus himself it was a lot of fun had a great time uh lost a t-shirt that is never going to be able to be worn ever again sweat through it grease through it just hopefully brian dumlin doesn't get trade or hopefully i guess he does because i don't i can't wear his t-shirt anymore but uh ended up getting the rig all set up and uh woke up woke, well so so this, I go to bed. I go to bed Wednesday night, right? And this is after fist fucking a trailer hitch for three and a half hours. I wake up the next morning as sore as sore can be. And when I go to bed at this time, 
Rusty had said, just bring the thing over to my work at nine o'clock in the morning and I'll, I'll fix it for you. I'll get it off somehow. He has industrial strength tools that are probably stronger than my fucking 165 pound lanky frame. So I go to bed. I wake up at five o'clock in the morning. I, on the way, the walk to the truck down the driveway, I'm like, I should grab the two inch ball just just so, you know, when Rusty gets this thing off, I can get the thing all connected and I'll be ready to go when I get back. So I grab the two inch ball and I'm, when I'm walking past the, the camper, I'm like, Hmm, I want this does. This is the right ball, right? Put the fucking ball into the, the hit, the coupler completely just floating around the thing with the tongue completely closed. The thing just falls out and it's just, it's not a two inch ball. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I can hardly walk right now. I am covered in grease and blood, and I also didn't need to do any of that last <laughs> night. <laughs> Spent three and a half hours just absolutely f- like fist fucking this this hitch. Didn't need to take it off. So I go to work, and and in, in my mind, I'm still like, well, that doesn't make any sense. The guy said two inches. The guy said two inches, and so I'm like, it has to still be two inch. Well, then I start looking up on you know looking up model like the the camper itself. Everyone on RV share that has this model camper for rent says. It's a two and five sixteenths ball. I'm like, you have got to be fucking fucking me right now. So I go, I go home on my lunch break and sit, or I take my lunch break at eight thirty in the morning instead of going to Rusty. And I try to drop the, I try to drop the camper on the hitch basically. And it, it it's like, this is really fucking tight. I think it was just because it was too rusty. And uh, Rusty actually ended up coming by and, and helped it like make sure or help get supposed it supposed connected to grease, and stuff. But supposed to grease trailer balls. Yeah. Yeah, I knew. I uh, Well, I just didn't care. I also had an hour to get the thing like hooked up. And so I ended up, we got the thing hooked up with Rusty's help. And uh, I ended up, did I did Uber back to work. And uh, and my dad dropped me off. I was back on the road about three hours after uh, I wanted to be, which wasn't all that bad. Left at five, stopped the coop and uh Made the way to Loudon, but uh, it was uh, it was quite the process because uh, I've only towed things twice in my life. Towed my four wheeler a couple times with my trailer, never a camper, and um, I've never driven Charlie's truck really ever. So the whole way, um, there was a whole lot of. Did turning. you run out of gas? No, no. There was a whole lot of turning the music up. Um, <laughs> he asked me if he could use the truck. I said, there might be enough gas in it to get you to puff and stop. Oh yeah. And I, and when he says that there's probably not. So I, I bought the gas can that had a little bit of gas for the, and for I for sure dumped like a gallon in there. For context, where Charlie keeps his pickup up truck and the puff and stop is about a mile. Yeah. And if Charlie, that. and Charlie runs out of gas, like every couple weeks <laughs> that he actually uses it. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm most certainly bringing a gas can and I am not bring, I'm not fucking running out of gas on the side of the road, a mile down the road. Uh, cause I knew it was going to happen. It just, something had to happen. So I, I get back home after work and I, I get on the road and like I said, music was like, you know, you have to like turn the music down so that you can see better when you're going around you know, turns and stuff, you know, trying to figure out the directions. Well, it, when you turn the music down, there was a whole lot of like clicking and uh, different sounds grinding. and stuff. <laughs> grinding. So when I saw Charlie the next day, he's like, truck making it all right? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, she makes some weird sounds, huh? And I was like, <laughs> oh, you knew that. Yeah. Good. Good. Glad that uh, that wasn't just a me thing. Tough. So yeah, I uh, ended up. I pulled into Loudon and, and uh, just had the, the first beer. Was the best beer I've ever had in my life. I was like, oh, the weight of the world is lifted off my shoulders. Actually, the weight of a uh, two and five sixteenths ball is literally <laughs> lifted off my shoulders. And uh, yeah, so then good Joe, to know. So I have to grab a two and five sixteenths <laughs> ball for my truck. <laughs> yep, yep. So uh, 
yeah, it was just, it was so relieving. And then we obviously got the weekend started. I got, got everything set up. And so not only have I never towed anything really before, I've, I've towed probably for like an hour of allotted time combined ever. And so Loudon's about an hour and 45 minutes away. So uh, went far past that. So I was, uh, I got the camper all set up. I've also never owned a camper before. So the minute that the thing was dropped off, I'm like putting up like lights. I'm like, I've seen everyone with these set up. Like, this is sick. Like, I don't even have the thing like leveled out yet. There's like lights up, the generators <laughs> ripping, the AC's going. I'm trying to fuck with the TV. Um, <laughs> like the thing's like rolling back and forth. But uh, no, I just, it, we, uh, that was Thursday, obviously. And uh, had a couple of buddies that were already there. C-Money and, and the gang, Ryan Jackson, a uh, couple of my buddies I went to high school with and, and Wyndham, uh, they were all in the tent lot, so they made their way up, and we just had a really low key, uh, low key Thursday. And uh, then uh, Friday, I woke up, and Tread Goodrow and I had made a tea time for seven o'clock, seven o five. And I don't know if anyone knows how we operate, but seven o five is like pretty early, really fucking early um, for us specifically. So I think I went to bed at about one thirty or two, and the when that. <laughs> This is the first night sleeping in the camper. I slept like an absolute fucking rock. Slept phenomenally. When my phone went off, I almost punched a hole through the fucking camper wall. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I looked down and Trent's like, I'm going to the showers. You can pick me up here. I'm like, fuck me. So like, I was hoping he wasn't going to wake up so that I could just fucking cancel this tea time. But so uh, no, we made our way out there. And, and when you golf with only two people, on a, especially on NASCAR weekend at, at Loudoun Country Club, you're going to get paired up with two randoms. And uh, we got so lucky because the two guys we got paired up with were... <laughs> Where they were just super cool guys, and um, we're on hole two, and so I'm I'm one of my weapons of the week for the just absolutely fist fucking a, a trailer hitch for three hours that I didn't have to fist fuck, and uh, Trent is my weapon of the week because so <laughs> we finally meet these guys or whatever we get on hole two, so we already played hole one. It was all right, you know, and Trent's like, I don't like on the ride over to two. He's like, I, I don't really like playing golf in fr like front of strangers. Like it's weird because like they're, they're always like staring at you. I feel like they're judging me. Like I don't, I'm not doing well under pressure on the course. It's because they are judging you. Well, and yeah, like it is actually really nerve wracking. Trent's folding like, up like an inflated well, eight. <laughs> yeah, we're on hole <laughs> Can't one. Even hit the ball. We're on hole <laughs> one. So like it's it is a real thing. Like you have to kind of maintain your heart rate in order to be able to hit a fucking golf ball straight. And so when people are staring at you, that you know, like a group lets you play through shank into the woods every time but so we, we get on the hole too trent tees the ball up goes to swing lifts his head throws the club goes through the trees <laughs> land there's a pond about i don't know 50 yards on the left the club goes through the trees the guys that we just met are absolutely pissing themselves laughing trent's pissing himself laughing i'm laughing this thing has like 15 seconds of hang time and hits i'm not kidding club face down in the ground and sticks straight up about six inches from the pond and it was like we were all laughing so hard and, and these guys were kind of older guys and they were like oh you should have been recording that that shit would have gone viral like it was <laughs> it was fucking hysterical but uh yeah started the day pretty early and uh then uh, made the made the trek down to uh down to Lee, but not before on the way back from golf, I was like, let's go get our credentials. Trent had credentials. I had credentials. I had gotten Charlie and Lindsay credentials, Ashley and Amanda credentials. And I was like, all right, like this is like, this is the last step to, you know, being all set up for the entire weekend. You got kind of fucked on that. So <laughs> spoiler alert. So there's a pretty long, there's a pretty decently long line, you know? And, um, so I'm, but I don't, whatever. Uh, Bentley Warren is two people in front of me. If Bentley's waiting in line, I can't really complain about being in line. So, um, you know, we're staying there for like an hour and uh, finally get up to the front. And so at the beginning of the year, 
I was told um, that it was pretty standard practice, I guess, that you're only allowed to get four hot uh, passes for you know, the Cup Series. Like, all right. So when I went to Martinsville, I didn't really want a Cup Series hot pass because obviously there's nothing you're really going to do on the infield down there. Um, and so I was like, I just want an Xfinity one. Well, the guy that gets them uh, for us, he, uh, he when he submitted the name, I think that he tried to do just an Xfinity pass, and whoever he submits them to was like, no, no, well, they're not counting this year, so we'll just give them a, a Cup one. Like, all right, cool. Like that's you know, if they're not counting this year, then like I wanted to go to Homestead in the fall. Like I might go to Vegas. Like I'm a, I'm an absolute fucking idiot when it comes to money. So probably gonna go to another racetrack uh, at some point. But so I, I waited in line for about an hour, and uh, I got the QR code. I filled everything out, and I was like, oh, that's a good sign because um, you know Keter had said sent a, a text message that was like, he you might not be able to get in because of this, that, and the other. Well, then filled out the whole process, and I was like, I feel I'm feeling good. Like I, it shouldn't be a problem get up to the front and uh it was a problem so i'm like yeah you know i just show her my qr code like you do she scans it she starts writing like goes to start writing my name down because it's a pretty quick process and then just i could see her like her eyes like light up and she gets a little confused and she like goes to her laptop and then she like nudges the person next to her and they're like whispering back and forth and in my mind i'm like oh no don't Please don't do this. <laughs> Dude, you were please so close. don't do this. You were so this is close. this is this is the last step. Step one was buy uh, the camping site. Apparently, step two is buying the camper, then a generator, you know, alcohol, and then you know this is like step five hundred. And uh, I really just need this one to uh, not <laughs> you're, fuck you're with me. Four hundred ninety nine in a <laughs> yeah, row so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm batting a thousand, and uh, so. She calls like three other people. They don't answer. She's emailing people. She's like chatting with someone, and she goes, "I can't give this to you." And I was like. <laughs> Um, why? And she's like, you've already hit your limit and you need to be put on a team's roster. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I, when I went to Martinsville, I requested just an Xfinity one and they said that they weren't counting. So they were just going to give me a cup one. And she's like, well, no one documented that. So I can't, I really, my hands are tied. I can't give that to you. So, well, can you document that? I just, what if, what what if if I, what what if if I be your best friend? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What if, what if I, what if I, what if I email you what, what if documenting you, of it? What if you make yourself one and we both go together? Yeah. <laughs> right. So I, I leave the credential line and I'm like, I'll well, take you to the shell station down the street for dinner. I <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's closed, but we can have a picnic on the floor. Um, plenty of open floor space, but I'm like, yeah, well that, that sucks. I go back to the campsite and like at this point, I'm not one to even, you have to really, 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 really irritate me for me to cause a scene in public. So when she said that, like, I, we had that little exchange, and then I was just like, all right. And I just turned around, went back to the campsite, got back, was like, well, that sucks. I'm not going to the races this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed a beer, sat on the lawn chair, and uh, Joey's like, what did they say? And I was like, the four limit? They're actually counting, I guess, even though they said they weren't. And um, so I... I have no way of getting in. Uh, and at this point, I'm like, I'm definitely going to go Saturday, but I probably will just not buy. If I have to buy two tickets, I'm just not going to buy a cup ticket because um, I just spent $23,000 on the camper. So uh, financially a little tied. And uh, <laughs> so uh, I and, really uh, have the extra $70. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Um, and so I get back, just sit down, just go out throughout the day, end up at, uh, end up at Lee. And... Um, we, so we'll we'll obviously touch on leagues. We were all at Lee, but I had shot a text message to Joe Graff Jr. because uh, every time I've ever really seen him, he's a wicked wicked nice kid, and he just goes, you know, anything anything you need, just feel free, you know, hit me up. 
like, all right, sounds good. So I text him. I'm like, hey, can you, is there a chance you get me a pass for tomorrow? And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, send me your, send me your information. He's like, I'll, I'll see what I can do. And when someone says, I'll see what I can do, I usually just expect the worst. That usually means like we ha- I acknowledge we had this conversation. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go do nothing about it. Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> yeah. no I, I, I fully expected him to try to do something about it. I just figured that the powers it be would have been like, no. No, uh, this, kid already, no the, this kid already tried once. Yeah. Fuck him. Essentially, they just want you to buy a hard card for thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, so that's why the four limit is a whole thing. Uh, but so whatever. I go to bed we, after Lee, which we'll go back to. I, I go to bed having no way of getting in tomorrow i wake up to a joe graf jr has invited bradley saucy to the nascar xfinity series oh, race thanks. i'm like oh no shit hell of a guy no shit what so i got i go to the credential line i fucking get scanned in not only did i get a credential i also got a grid pass which i've never <laughs> even had before how, how immediate afterwards was it that you got to go back to the same lady and be like eh, fuck you no actually when i was standing in line i'm i also just straight up don't do awkward situations so <laughs> i made ashley and amanda go to that lady and i went to the next one <laughs> i wanted to see how mean she was going to be to me uh no the, 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 she wasn't she was just doing her job she was actually pretty nice about it it just did it did suck for about i don't know 10 to 20 seconds which uh i'm used to that's what sucking she said for 10 to, okay what um and so you know it was uh <laughs> It was a real bummer there for a second, but we got him in the fourth quarter. So not gonna lie, they had us in the first. Half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, we did. Uh, we all made our way to Lee. We did. We and, all lead. And and just before we did do Lee, though, uh, quick shout out: Saco Pathfinders had a race uh, for the NASCARs. We were gonna go, and then uh, I was like, you know what? This is gonna be a really, really busy weekend, and this is gonna be our last opportunity to just fucking do nothing before we are doing something constantly so we hung back on thursday but soccer pathfinders did have a race uh the only person i know that was there was ethan walker and he they, they didn't pass out trophies boys yeah, the, this. <laughs> they uh they didn't even pass out plaques they mm. didn't even pass out fucking candy they passed out <laughs> printed eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper that said you finished third and you did get a free uh, chicken nugget ticket to the hey, concession stand, I think. I, I think I'd rather have the nuggies, to be honest. That's a, yeah, that's, that's a hell of a that's, that's tough. gift. Uh, but Saco Pathfinders, uh, again, they have a racetrack again. So uh, hopefully that pops off as well, too. And we have more and more places to go racing and watch racing and watch pals race. But after that, Friday happened. And I think... New Hampshire's Center for Speed, little USA Speedway. The three of us... And everybody and their middle fucking nephew was at Lee USA Speedway. Quite a couple two tree people there. On Friday. And I don't know. I've been going to Lee for a hot minute. At least 10 years. Possibly 15. Whatever. I have never seen that many people at Lee USA Speedway. Some of the Ever. old, some of the old Ollie Silver races yeah. back in the day used to pack the the place more than close. that. But, yeah. but that was for basically just a... Pro Stock Race, you know, yeah. Grand State Pro Stock Race, $10,000 to win. They had a good field of 27 cars. You say it was just a race, Bob, but... Well, it wasn't, It wasn't like, super modified. The, the, and when Isma was at its height, you know, when they were bringing 25, 30 cars, that was, like, an anomaly. They they just raced Pro Stocks at, Ox, uh, Oxford, at Lee three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's not like it was the only time you're ever going to see them and, and they weren't you know it's you can go see pro stocks anywhere fair enough uh that being said tyler reddick was in the field uh on loudon weekend the friday before the big races at a racetrack that was only what 
45 minutes from Loudon, correct? Yeah. If that. If if someone doesn't um, hit a telephone pole. So it was Ooh, it was man. well promoted. It was well known that that was going to be happening. They had a sharp looking car, number eight, Keen Parts. Dot com Chevrolet that he was driving there that was wrapped up kind of like a cup car with the number forward and the sponsor and such and I kind of dug it I d- I didn't hate it I really didn't unpopular opinion I did not hate it I I thought yeah. it looked kind of sharp to be honest um, Derek Nealon was also in the field pal of ours but to others he is a NASCAR Cup Series super spotter so uh, again uh, just very well promoted uh, everybody knew about it everybody was already in the area kind of and if you had more than just a casual fan they probably knew that that was going on and that's probably what helped pack that fucking place to the point where having a cup driver in the field always sells yeah i mean brad keselowski ran a late model at thunder road on thursday place was fucking packed mm-hmm. yep. which thunder road typically does well anyway but it just Never hurts the racetrack to have a cup driver yeah. there. And especially, like, good on... I don't know what the deal was with Keselowski, but, like, I don't know... I don't believe Reddick got paid to be there. Uh, I don't think he had any sort of appearance money or anything like that, so... Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know for sure. Um, luckily, basically, got to hang out with Tyler, you know, the whole mm-hmm. night. Obviously, I was helping Derek, and uh, he had a blast. He was... Uh, he uh, uh, damn near won the race, but um, just super cool dude, down to earth, just... Just another guy. He was, was wearing your T-shirt Saturday night, Bob. I know it. I love that. <laughs> it was worth giving it away. Um, yeah, super friendly dude. He was. Uh, he came over and you know, we were obviously talking. He never even seen the place or heard of the place, and we're talking and and uh, I was like, "Got to save tires, man. Got to conserve." And he's like, "Really? You know, it doesn't seem like that." I said, "I know. And, yeah, that's where yeah. this place will get <laughs> you. You, you got to conserve tires." And uh, uh, he did a pretty good job and, at that. And he had never really driven a super late model type of car like that he was he grew up on dirt uh went the nascar route and uh really never went the the asphalt late model route or anything like that so not only had he never seen the place he had practiced the car once i think somewhere down south yeah he tested at caraway a couple weeks ago with archie uh, archie st Hilaire that go fast racing that owned the car and uh pretty fast right off the trailer yeah yeah they were uh they were pretty good um tyler though in my opinion showed um that he belongs where he is in the cup series. He better, had better than advertised. Um, very, very, very talented race car driver. You could tell the car was not perfect, uh, to the point where he was having to almost, especially there was one time he, he kind of stuffed it three wide, made a show of it, but he went through the grass a little bit. And I think the car after that, he might've fucked something up, but he, especially in turns one and two in the later stages of the race, damn near had to stop that thing, park it yeah. to make the corner. And he was still making up time somehow. And, uh, Casey Call, who was the eventual winner of the race, who led the majority of the race, put on a hell of a show with Tyler Reddick. And that, in my opinion, in the last five years or so, that was one of the, if not the best race that I have been able to watch, period. They put on an incredible show. Second half on was phenomenal. They wrecked a lot of shit early, um, which has kind of been Granite State's M.O., you know, their entire existence is you get some guys that probably shouldn't be out there. Um, that wasn't the case this time. This was a stacked field. Like, there was a lot of good stuff there and uh, still didn't change the fact that they wadded up a lot of shit early on. Um, you had Kelly Moore and Joey Dwyer and get together. Joey ended up bouncing off the wall. Kelly ended up wrecked. Corey Casagrande ended up wrecked early. They had the big one um, that looked like an Arca wreck. I think uh, Bobby Belargeron, he was struggling on restarts, and Kate Ray checked up, nowhere to go, and about nine cars ran her over from behind. 
wadded up her, Sammy Gooden, Dan McKig Jr. Um, a couple other guys got in it. That was uh, Derek Golchaki. He ended up in it. That was a weird noise that yeah. just came yeah. out of me. Yeah. Charlie's truck and Charlie makes some weird noises. Um, <laughs> but once, turn the radio up. once yeah. they uh, got done wadding shit up, um, <laughs> it was a pretty pretty good race. <laughs> My favorite part is I'm probably not even going to come through on the actual no, audio. Pro- <laughs> no, I, I heard it. <laughs> that was the weirdest <laughs> thing that's ever come out. I didn't acknowledge it, but then you two were both acknowledging it. And I was like, I guess I got to stop here. Well, it was <laughs> to the point where I'm like looking. I was like, what the fuck was that? And then I, I realized, I was like, I was that was you. me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you heard it through the headphones. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, that was Jesus. that was fucking uh, that was fucked up. <laughs> Holy fuck. that, was, that was very dog of you. I feel like dogs do that all the time. They're like, is that it me? Su- it did sound like, fucking... a, like a whimper. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of whimpering, I laid down to try to take a nap earlier, and all of so I felt great. Like I, I've, I'm pretty tired, but I felt great because I've been living off liquid IVs all all week. And uh, I, I, I laid down for a nap earlier. I slept for all of two minutes and I woke back up and everything was the equivalent of the sound that just came out of Charlie. Like all the lights were on, but like, I mean, and, and now I am home. Like Saturday I was full lights are on and nobody's home. I was home and like, I woke up and like there was pains like in every single corner of my body, every crevice and uh, I was sweating. So I don't know what happened in the two minutes I fell asleep, but uh, uh, I guess I was probably watching so, cops. So, so yeah, fr- Friday, Friday happened. Uh, good, for, good for Casey called. Never won a pro stock race ever. He put right. on a hell of a show. Started on the pole. The first time. Damn near led every lap. I think he led 149 and uh, he raced Tyler clean. Tyler raced him clean. I mean, they, they, they swapped paint, but nothing egregious. You know, he didn't try to, Pinch Tyler through the grass. Tyler didn't rough him up. Um, if you, if you watch the the I think it was a Racing America had coverage of it. If you watch the last lap, um, I saw Tyler could have actually come up quite a bit up off of four, and he kind of pinched himself down, and that might have been the difference yeah. at the line there. Um, but again, the the two of them put on a hell, a hell of a show. The whole race was really good, in my opinion. Um, the rest of the program was also phenomenal. Lee USA Speedway, notorious, notorious, notorious for there being a ton of downtime. Um, they've they cleaned, were they've cleaned that up on the fucking ball on Friday. The and only complaint, and it wasn't even their <laughs> fault, was the wreck was so big um, early in the race that they just didn't have enough tow trucks to get everybody off the track. They tried yeah. to get Golchaki off with a wrecker, needed a flatbed. The flatbeds were busy with the other cars. They they. I hadn't even. I don't think they had even recovered from the wreck the lap before, hmm. so that was the only the only downtime really of the night, and uh, that wasn't their fault. That, no, that that'll happen in, in in big time auto racing. But it was, we, uh, we were at the uh, the beer garden there. And we were hanging out with Ben Basowski and and a lot of other guys there. And I saw Joe Bass. And I said, "You two need to come here for a second. Like I fucking am important of it. <laughs> <laughs> and they did. Hey, when, the, when the podcast cast, no, you come over here. Oh you shit, these guys. Over here. This is my job, but they have a I billboard did, here. I actually did. I was like, "You two need to come here." And I was like, "Who the fuck do I think I am?" <laughs> and then they both did. I was like. That shouldn't have worked. So, <laughs> so then they did, and we're talking. I was like, "Joe, hats off! Like this, this, and it, you knocked it out of the park. This is everybody knew that this was happening. You promoted the hell out of it. It was easy to find on Facebook. It was all over your website. Fuck, it was all over the sign out front. You know, they, it it was well done. The place was packed. I'm sure they, the money dollar bills were just flying everywhere, but." Um, I said, Ben, we need to figure out how to do this also at Hudson somehow on a different level. And, you know, that's obviously going to be a little bit different logistically and all that stuff. But I said, Ben, I think you're next. And Joe was all about it. And it's cool seeing two different people, whether you're the owner or the promoter or both, working together 
at someone else's racetrack too to help and see oh, and make the nineteen shit happen. car was in the field, so everyone yeah. was kind of helping out. It was know? it was awesome. So, but uh, so this is the well, actually, a lot of people had, had uh, said, you know, you guys should go interview Tyler Reddick. You guys should interview Tyler Reddick. Um, I showed up at two thirty three ish with like a whole bunch of time before anything started, and with the idea of. Hey, well, you know, whenever he's free for a couple seconds, we'll we'll get an interview. Uh, there, he was never free, so no. uh, which you know, obviously he was busy. And, and like Charlie said, it was his first time in, a, in an asphalt car that's not a NASCAR. I don't think. Um, so or but, a dash uh, truck. <clears throat> yeah, and I I went over to talk to him for a little bit and just was like, hey, you coming to the party tomorrow? He's like, oh, I got Alexa and Bo, but. Uh, probably <laughs> that's his wife yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. i'm sorry i gotta watch alexa <laughs> <laughs> uh no so yeah, he's cool and yeah i did i heard uh well actually no so before we get into anything that might have happened after the race uh, i this is where i'm also a weapon of the week uh joey parker and i who had uh carpooled together to the racetrack we were under the, the impression it was so packed and we wanted to get back to uh loud before quiet hours because quiet hours are at midnight and we had a lot of people that were there a lot of people that were coming to meet us so we're like all right like with like five to go like we're, we're let's head out so then i look at joey and it had gotten you know before the last restart i guess the it had gotten like kind of strung out and i was like all right joe like whenever you want to go like because i'm on kind of his schedule at this point and He's like, whenever you want to go. And I'm like, doesn't matter to me, man. And he's like, all right, let's go. So we leave, and that is a really piss-poor decision on our part. You did uh, make a very piss-poor decision. <laughs> so, so the, uh, yeah, um, Tucker Johnson sent me a video um, about, I don't know that I, I was almost immediately as it happened of the entire thing, and I was watching as we were going down the road like, no fucking way, no fucking way. No fucking way. I was like, Casey Call just won, and that was like actually the sickest finish I've seen since well, Joey Pole and Derek Griffith at Star. I yeah. mean, that's it for this region. Those are the two best Super Late model races I think that you've seen in the last decade. Um, and so, but no, that was cool. The and only the- time that the bar cheered that loud um, was about. 40 laps prior when Dave Farrington was set spinning <laughs> into the infield. <laughs> yeah. He also and, spun out by himself in single car qualifying. Maybe it wasn't as loud of a cheer, but it certainly seemed like me and everybody around us was cheering pretty loud when the 23 was backwards in the infield. Um, yeah, that that did have a happen. Dave but. struggled with the four turn. He bounced it off the wall in time trials and spun out, and then he bounced it off the wall in the feature. He had ran in the top three the whole race, and then he bounced it off the fence, and that led to him dropping through the field to where he inevitably ended up spun out. Uh, uh, he, he hit the wall in time trials, and he still was like third fast. Second, yeah. Second, yeah. yeah. So. Also, uh, not to be left out, Rusty Poland, our good pal. He was the one that got Derek's car all together. He also practiced it and got it ready for Derek to show up after doing spotter things at Loudon, uh, put a P1 in practice, and he made sure everybody saw that, knew about it, but it was good for Russell. Cool yeah, to we see were that. one of, like, four cars to put tires on. That's all right. Whatever. Uh, don't <laughs> let the facts get in the way of a good story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we don't um, like that happen. But shout can, out you, to, uh, can you be nice being to said, him once? You're literally <laughs> wearing his shirt. No, I will never be nice to Rusty. He never gets any credit because he would never give me any credit. <laughs> but uh, that's all right. That, that being sense. said, though, uh, Derek was pretty fast, too. He was rolling the top there for a minute, and then all of a sudden he, uh, he got... Yeah, Isaac Bevins <laughs> just drove right through him and well, spun okay. him out. Yeah. Um, he got Bevined uh, into uh, three and four and did a, did a little circle in the grass. and uh, super, Apparently was not too happy. Super grateful Derek let me be uh, part of the team. I got to work on the car. It was uh, Rusty, Jeff, Justin Saunders, and I. So it was not like we had this super huge crew or anything, but um, like you said, Rusty got the car ready. Very tough for me when Rusty's driving the car. Um, you know, He can't make adjustments. 
and I really was trying to forget everything I knew about super late model racing. And so Rusty's barking out orders, and I'm like, whoa, 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 okay, slow down. So let's start with just one at a time. You want the sway bar? He's like, yeah, I want a quarter turn into the sway, or a quarter turn out of the bar, but you have to go in the bar, not out. I'm like, what? Excuse me? He's like, yeah, it's on the left side, so you actually have to put the quarter turn into the bar. Uh, I'm like, okay, that's backwards, but now I'm starting to overthink it. It's got a jam nut, so I'm like, is the jam nut left-hand thread? Because <laughs> it's backwards. <laughs> So I'm tightening the jam nut, and I'm like, fuck, all right. I'm burning the fuck out of my hands. So I stop what I'm doing. I go get gloves. Now I look like a bitch. So I'm wearing gloves because everything's hot. I get that figured. I was like, okay, what did you want next? He goes, okay, I want to turn in the snubber on the right rear. I'm like, okay. And I never ran a snubber when I raced, but whatever. I, I'm confident I can figure it out. So I put uh, the wrench on, and I go to turn a half a turn, and the whole radius rod spins, which means it's lengthening the static rear steer. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, uh, your radius rod's loose. Uh, the jam nuts are loose on that. And he's like, oh, yeah, I probably never tightened those. I'm like, sick. So now i got to put that back. Hopefully I got it right. Tighten the jam nuts. Put the... I'm like, holy fuck. All right. <laughs> All right. Deep breaths here. We're good. Got it. Uh, What's next? <laughs> yeah. Fucking A. Um, but no, we were... We were um, like I said, Rusty was pretty quick. And uh, Derek had never turned a lap at Lee. Rusty um, uh, did not improve his practice time in time trials, which led to a 14th place time trial effort. But... Um, that's not a big deal. Derek uh, showed up, got to do like a 15-lap exhibition run with Tyler as his practice and uh, started uh, started 14th, kind of fell back early, but was just, just maintaining, riding, you know, trying to save his stuff and uh, couldn't really tell how good the car was, um, but Derek started to come alive in, in the, uh, the final third of the event and it drove all the way to sixth. We were probably going to end up in the top five. I think we we're going to end up fourth or fifth and... Uh, this Isaac Bevins kid, I don't, <laughs> I don't know him at all. Uh, apparently, his dad was the former governor of Kentucky. They have a summer home in Maine, and he wants to be a race car driver in Maine. I haven't read anything good about the way he races on the internet. I've watched him race a couple times, and he's kind of just been there. I don't really notice him out there. Yeah. Probably a good kid, but he, uh, he was a dart without feathers most of the night. Um, didn't really wreck anybody, but he was. He was tough to pass, and he was real wide, and Derek got around him and almost cleared him, and Derek was more comfortable running the top and, and was kind of holding him off, and then in the middle of the straightaway, apparently, it was, that, was a, that was a tough... It became a road course. ...tough part of the track for Mr. Bevins to maneuver going straight and uh, just drove, hooked Derek in the left rear and shipped him into the infield, spun him out, and uh, it was kind of a bummer. It was you know pretty late in the run, and... At that point, Derek had, you know, used it up. You know, he was going. He was trying to drive forward, and there really wasn't nothing left. So, bummer of a bummer of a result for Derek. You know, he doesn't get to race uh, very often. I think this was his second race of the year, and that's probably like, going to be it for him. Um, so he was definitely uh, not happy. Um, you know, wanted a better result for himself and for all of us. But I still had fun. Um, like I said, thanks to him for letting me be a part of it, and uh, I certainly was a little fired up myself, and I. Uh, I don't like, I don't typically get that way when I'm helping people. You know, I try to not get wound up because it's not me, but I was kind of mad because Derek deserved a better finish than that. But you have that. Shit happens. Mm-hmm. 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 Shit does happen. You end up having beers with Tyler after? Yep. Is that had a, a t-shirt? It was a uh, <clears throat> bad uh, decision by Rusty and I both. Neither one of us brought beer, so... Um, tough look for the kids who wanted some beers after the race. We didn't have any. <laughs> Thankfully, we had enough pals that did have some. You know who was really uh, upset about that was fucking Jeffrey. 
<laughs> yep, yep, yeah. Um, so we had some pals that did have beers. Um, Mike Ramsey came over with a cooler full of Bud Light. Wide. And uh, Dave Thomas, DT, from the DT100 go-kart race, he uh, spared us a couple beers. And uh, you had Tony Hirschman spotting for Derek, and Brandon Manish, who spots for Austin Dillon, was spotting for Tyler. Um, you know, they all came over, and we were drinking after. And I had gave Tyler that T-shirt earlier in the night, and I said uh, – it's not that I want you to have this. I mean, I do, but I said, I really just need you to wear it during something important so that I sell more. <laughs> I said, I gave Freddie Kraft a t-shirt and he wore it on DBC the first time they were televised and I sold like 10 shirts that week. And he just looked at me confused and was like, thanks. <laughs> like, You're so welcome. <laughs> wait, wait, did, did, did you end up finding a small? So I gave Tyler a small originally, and I had said that you're the first um, person who's gotten a small T-shirt from me that wasn't a woman. Yeah. And uh, he returned it. It was yeah. too small. And I gave him medium. What the fuck? So <laughs> I go, when I'm in the, the bar at Dover, I'm like, I'm going to go, well, I was going back to the camper, I was going to come back to the casino, and, and I was going to get him a T-shirt. I'm like, what size shirt are you? And like, all com- like, pumped up, because we have way too many medium T-shirts, but like, we're not going to go down on price because we pay a lot for them. So we're like, you no, know, I want to. I want to give you a shirt. He's like, yeah, yeah, small. Like, oh fuck! So I, I order a small specific. We don't really re- carry small shirts usually because literally no one says that they need a small. Um, and so I ordered one small. The minute it came in, put Tyler Reddick on it, put it in the box of stuff that's already paid for or claimed, and then didn't bring the box. <clears throat> so. Tyler Reddick still doesn't have BFP merch, but uh, good to know that he might have fit into a, into a medium because <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> trying actually, to offload one of those. He felt bad. He's like, hey, man, I'm, I'm real sorry, but he's like, I just tried to put this on, and it's a no-go. I was like, perfect. I, I got to be a medium. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, yes. Yes, I'm <laughs> sure. I, I literally grabbed <laughs> one like, of every. the small. I'll give you another one. <laughs> I literally grabbed one of every size just in case someone wanted them like, or if you needed a, a medium. So he was uh, super appreciative. and Yeah. His, like I said, just a just a super cool dude, which yeah. we already knew that. I mean, yeah. it's not the first time I've got to hang out with Tyler, but he uh, just very friendly. It seemed like he took time to take pictures with everybody, and uh, you know, sign picture, sign diecast, and take pictures of people, and was like I said, just super down to earth. And yeah, I think he had a good time. He had a lot of fun, but he was he obviously wanted to win. I mean, it's he's a racer, and we all want to win, so. Yeah, he, uh, he came over. He's like, "Damn, man!" I was like, "I was so close." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been something first time in a Super Late Model to go out there and win at a track like Lee. Yeah, he's a professional race car driver for a reason. (laughs) I was going to say, he gets paid to do it, and most of us don't. Well, Kozlowski's been in a late model before, and he... Kozlowski struggled on Thursday night. He he didn't even qualify, did he? I think everybody qualified, but he he was... uh, He technically did. He, well, everyone made it. (laughs) Everyone made it, but yeah. (laughs) Let's just say that Jason Corliss took the checkered flag to win the event outside of Brad. Brad wasn't battling for the win. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Yeah, uh, yeah he's going to so, lap down in a, 50, uh, in a fifty lap race. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Yes. When we were in the bar, I uh, I vaguely remember. I actually remember a decent chunk of Friday night. But uh, I remember right before everything started, I'm like, oh, I, uh, I'm like, that would be cool if someone would be able to get a picture of uh, Tyler Reddick in front of our banner. Like that'd be cool. Like just to probably like get him sign it or something and throw it up in the studio and uh or give uh, you know a signed copy away on Patreon or something and uh we got more than one we uh we got <laughs> we got like 45 <laughs> pictures and they're all great i i appreciate emily miller i asked her for a picture and uh yeah she sent a ton of them over so i was i was going down the highway today after i dropped the camper off and could you know look through my phone a little bit um put the truck on auto drive and uh was just going through the pictures and i don't yeah. i don't i <laughs> 
that I prefaced also uh, Bradley being able to use that. I said, I don't care if you wreck it. Just if you do, make sure you flip and destroy it. <laughs> I don't know make about sure We're it. looking for the Flipping word totaled. I don't know about flipping it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little all set with that. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, big thanks to Emily Miller for getting some pictures and uh, sending them over. Made, made quick work of it too. I, I think we, we were, I was pretty drunk on Sunday morning and uh, she'd already fired over a bunch of the pictures or, uh, or sent over some stuff. So that was cool. And uh, yeah, I uh, was really bummed that uh, we ended up missing that, that finish live, but it was equally as exciting to watch the replays over and over and over again. And uh, was, uh, was that's super cool for Casey call. Saw him in the fan zone uh, yesterday uh, and uh, went over and congratulated him and stuff. And he was like, yeah, when I was in victory lane, I, I had to thank Reddick for driving me so clean. He's like, I couldn't really believe that he did. And uh, you don't see that that often. So that was cool. And uh, so I guess we're on to, uh, on to Saturday, which is uh, obviously a big day for Black Flag Podcast. And uh, they also have some racing, I think, that goes on. So uh, usually. I think all of that happened, really. Mm. Uh, so you, you went back to Loudoun after Friday night. Lindsay and I came back here because... I, uh, I like my bed, um, and I was looking to, to do it all on Saturday night, and I wanted to be prepared. I wanted to be fresh. I wanted to be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed going to Loudon because we only get to do it once a year now, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do it the right way. So we came home. We slept in a little bit, and I, I didn't know if we were staying or not, and we didn't really have that conversation. So she woke up, and she was like, do you want to just like put the, the spare bedroom mattress in there in case we – in case we just don't feel like driving back, I was like, "You can stay for sure." Yeah. Uh, so uh, we made a we made a nice little cozy little camping area. It, it was nice, and it it was optional to put it wherever the fuck we wanted. So we got to peruse around in our, our rolling bed, and uh, we uh, ended up over by Derek and Carly and all them, and and hung out there for a little bit, and then we moseyed on over to the patty, uh, not. Uh, to leave out the fact that the Xfinity and the mods happened as well too, so uh, you got on the infield for the Xfinity race, did you not? Yeah, so woke up Saturday, went and got into the uh, same credential line, got my credentials, uh, went over and uh, was in there pretty early. Uh, we were we were playing beer pong and cornhole and stuff and having a great time out in the X lot, but I was like, ah, I should probably. I'm going to try to make the most of this because I've never had grid passes, and uh, I definitely wanted to what go What is today. a grid pass? So What makes it, that different <clears throat> from a... So you, you know how... Oh, we did at Daytona. You know we how, weren't supposed to. Yeah, you know how right. we ended up uh, <laughs> on the grid? We weren't supposed to. Cause so well, we knew the way, that. Yeah. <laughs> so if you look at like the VIP tags, basically, there's a lanyard slot up top, and there's another slot down bottom, and you're supposed to have like a little... Uh, thing that hangs down it looks basically. like a pit pass that they stick <clears throat> to the bottom yeah. of it so i've never actually had one of those before i have been on the grid uh, almost every time but uh <laughs> this time I, I knew that i wouldn't get kicked out if i actually was to obtain credentials so i uh, walked in and uh saw uh kind of went over and the whole it was obviously a uh, big day for Derek griffith his whole crew was in there uh, ben Masowski, obviously everyone was in there. It was kind of weird though. I'd walked in and, and shot the show with him for a little bit and people asked for pictures and, and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm just going to wait and uh, get a picture uh, out on the grid. Cause you know what? Look at this. Look at that. Uh, and you like the scene from so Wayne's that, world. Like, look at yeah. that. Huh? See this? Yeah. See this? And Steve Grang got uh, in line and we started a line to, for autographs, which was weird. Um, <laughs> standing, standing in a Derek Griffith autograph line and, uh, that was just it's so cool that uh, he he got to experience that and, and hopefully he had a good time even though the the race didn't really go to his or go his way I guess but so just wandering around in there for a little bit went to go try to find Joe Graf couldn't find him um, ended up running into Trent Goodrow and his mom and uh, ended up seeing Noah chatted with him for a bit saw Priest 
uh, chatted with him as well, and uh, then kind of just went back over and uh, hung out with uh, the Griffith crew and made our way to the grid and was just kind of chilling there for a little bit and uh, saw Brandon Brown, saw saw everyone, saw all the pals, and uh, Noah came over and shot the shit and was talking to the Griffith crew and stuff like that for a while. Reddick was with him, and uh, CJ McLaughlin punched me in the stomach on his walk through that did kind of hurt. Maybe that's why I was so sore. Yeah. He was bummed that, uh, we didn't end up getting a picture down there. Cause I posted, After you were so nice to pick him up and, and have him bring you to breakfast. And when we went to the Turkey Derby, yeah. he, he treats you a bit with violence. Yeah. Yeah. He, he picks me up for breakfast and then he punches me in the stomach, but no, I was, it was weird though. He wanted was, his food back. <laughs> I was watching, uh, I was watching everyone walk by. I didn't even see him coming. So that's what it like was gotta, caught me off. Gotta guard. keep your head on. A yeah, yeah. Caught me off guard. But, uh, well, I, I have, uh, ADHD, like you absolutely read about and Noah when he walked by was on my left and he was still chilling over there and I don't know if you've ever well he is I don't know if he was like in Daytona but every time Noah is on the grid or walking the driver intros or at driver intros he always has a speaker going and it's going (laughs) very very loudly um so that was right behind my left ear so I was focused that way so he got a good sneak attack in on me but um (laughs) bummed I didn't end up getting a a picture with him down there on the grid but I I had to try to make my way across the main grandstand gate because uh what I've learned is that with the grid passes so it says very clearly that they're they don't let you into the grandstands uh the only time I've ever gotten when we went to Daytona for the Daytona 500 we had tickets that were $400 we had grid passes they never checked our tickets for all they know we never went to the race they never once were scanned. So um, I did know that if you were to go across the front chute, you wouldn't really need a ticket. So um, right right after driver intros started, uh, I went I ended up going over. It was just so weird because I wanted to like soak it all up for a little bit, but then obviously end up in the grandstands and uh, have a good time. So I just went over and I was like standing like at the gate for like the corral where all the drivers are behind the stage. And um, I, Brandon Brown came over and we were shooting the shit for a little bit. And then he, he ended up going up on stage and, Ty Gibbs was standing like less than two feet away from me. And like, I don't like Ty Gibbs, so I'm not going to really talk to him. I actually, I was wearing BFP stuff. I wonder if he still remembers us because before he got big time, he was coming on the show. Uh, (laughs) uh, And then he unfollowed us. So uh, you'll have on them bigger jobs, but no, we were standing there and a bunch of kids kept coming up and they were like, Ty, Ty, Ty. And he just like, wasn't turning around. And so I'm like, Hey, Hey Ty. And he turns around and I'm like, (laughs) Just point at the kid and make him sign an autograph. <laughs> fuck you, Ty. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Just a proverbial prefer- yeah. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, so we were just kind of chilling there for a while in the night. I just want—I was ro- rolling solo at this point and uh, just made my way up into the grandstands. We had quite the crew up there. Um, we were up at, uh, right above the first pit stall, about, about as high as you can go. They had a nice, the nice drinking railings uh, that you can stand at the very top. And uh, we kind of just made our whole little section there and had, uh, I think we had like, 20 30 people at one point we were shotgunning beers and shit up on top of there ashley was uh was killing the social media game um i mean i i probably like if it was me posting it uh i i definitely wouldn't have posted any shirtless content of myself because i am self-conscious about that and i think i was shirtless on everything that was posted on bfp (laughs) this weekend so uh that's good but yeah so they were uh tucker and all of his buddies they were like oh every caution we're gonna shotgun um so if we actually did that or if i did that at least uh, i would have passed away because there was a lot of one of the most caution filled (laughs) new hampshire motor speedway races i've ever seen (laughs) they had a big old wreck on the backstretch where oh yeah we were sitting in in turn one would say they wrecked the dog fuck (laughs) 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 well while you were you, you had your own little gaggle we had another separate gaggle in turn one and two i had i had yepa squeezing his tits 
uh, right next to me. We yeah, had Brad, Brad your, your shirts off content was not the most egregious <laughs> shirts off content on the page. Uh, uh, we had Jake and Kayla Rogers. We had uh, all the Neelands with us. We we had our own good little gaggle going on in one and two there. And off of two, I don't. I think I saw the hole underneath of the. Was it the thirty nine? Yeah, Ryan yeah. Sieg. I saw the drive shaft for sure. And typically that. So means, did Jeff Burton. Yeah, you're having a bad day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that was big. That I seemed remember... to be a trouble spot all weekend. Though. Yeah, like even the Sunday race, there were a couple wrecks that were in the damn near same exact spot. Yeah, Ty Dillon, um, just. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know that Ty Dillon actually lost his ride this past week for next year. So that, but that makes a lot of sense after him just overcorrecting and wrecking. Uh, big. I mean, you don't usually see cup wrecks that big. Xfinity Series is hit or miss because you have a lot of squirrels there. Um, wasn't even really squirrels that wrecked. You had, uh, obviously, mm-hmm. Ryan Sieg's pretty good. Jeb Burton's pretty good, usually. Sam Mayer got a piece of that. Um, yeah. Somebody else, too. Uh, oh, Riley Herbst was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Myatt Snyder. Wyatt with an M. Yeah. He got uh, he yeah. got the dog food wrecked out of him there, too. <laughs> yeah, that fucking guy. <laughs> Yeah, we. Uh, it was actually a pretty entertaining Xfinity race. I I got home and uh, I didn't make the trip to Loudon for those that weren't listening to last week's show. I wanted to. Um, little butt hurt that I didn't get to go to the point where my girlfriend could even sense this. She's like, "Are you, are you mad that we didn't go?" And I'm like, well, "I'm not mad that we didn't go. I'm mad that I didn't go because we wanted to stay home and work on race cars all weekend, and I didn't really get much done on race cars all weekend. Um, but I got home in time to watch uh, the second half of the Xfinity race and the modified race and. Uh, yeah, it was entertaining. They wrecked a lot of shit. Yeah. No, I had, I had a great time in the uh, stands. From... I don't know what A.J. Allmendinger was doing. I, I just being fucking Alex Labby, LeBay, whatever it is, was to his door. Like, you were not clear. That's him, though. Just right-reared himself into the fence and then got pissed at his spotter. And his spotter's like, I never said you were clear. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> don't blame me. He's like, I said he was outside, and you just hung right in the middle of the straightaway. and. Um, I've always kind of been an AJ Elmendinger fan, but when they played his audio of him bitching at his spot, I'm like, eh, I, don't, I don't care for that. Yeah. Has he not won this year? Um, I don't think he has. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't answer that. Um, uh, but yes, no, we were. Uh, so the the shotgun thing, I think I only shotgun twice, so I don't think that we did every caution. Because um, but that being said, I do remember between the mod race or between the Xfinity race and the mod race, there's a one point where I'm like, I am in trouble. Um. Where I'm in it's, danger. I I was chuckling for sure because uh, I was just like we're not even green on the mod race yet and I might not make it to the party because uh, <laughs> we we hit the gas at about eight thirty in the morning and just kind of never got off the gas so uh, it looked like fucking Jeb Burton there but we uh, obviously I had a great time in the stands as everyone saw on our stories I'm assuming and uh, then uh, yeah I mean mod race was entertaining. Uh, what's crazy though is I think the Xfinity race was maybe more entertaining than the mod race and that's usually not the case ever yeah so. the mod race was real boring in the middle um, everybody kind of got strung out and just was riding around waiting for the pit stop for their set of tires um, they had some cautions at the end which made it a good race and I uh, I felt real big brained I was uh, having dinner with my lady friend we're watching on my phone and uh, they're getting down to the end of it and I said you see that, that grey and pink car running third he's probably going to win the race and she's like why I said because the 58 and the 07 are going to clean each other out. And uh, Eric Godale and Patrick Emmerling, for sure, cleaned each other out 200 feet before the checkered flag. Yep. yep. And uh, the only reason Kyle Bonsignor, who was the gray and pink car, didn't win was he just had to check up a little too much. And Anthony Nacella from fourth to the lead in the last 1,000 feet. 
Yeah, I uh, Pat Patrick Emerling like he went down to block and he didn't need to. No, uh, no, they were. He was like, like I, I. He had enough momentum that I don't think he was going to lose. Yeah, I listened to, uh, I was listening to a little bit of DBC earlier, and it's basically what Freddie said. But I, I went back and watched like the replay, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it seems exactly right to me. But um, and he went to block and like guys. caught a bumper and then overcorrected it, and it was, it was a very weird wreck. Like I kind of expected him to spin to the inside, and he didn't. He spun up top, and then they're both spinning in the middle of the straightaway, coming to the checker. And I'm like, they're going to die. And I don't think anyone else got collected. In that no. Wreck. Yeah. Uh, weird. One, one thing not to leave out here, either driving old blue Donnie Leah, who was going to dick stomp him. If, if the yellow didn't had out. him covered, if it weren't for those string of late race yellows. Well, that the, one of the last ones came out and I, I think he bit it. Maybe came back out wicked, not in the lead. Um, he got spun out, right? Everybody saw the yellow come out, and he was backwards off it too. But what people didn't see, that happened right in, like, directly in front of us. That motherfucker drove that thing through the entire wreck because he got a little loose, and they were going to have to build a brand-new race car. He was going to hit that wall head-on so fucking hard. And he knew it mid, like, wipeout. And he drove it all the way through the wreck. And I think they only might have to put a nerf bar on the back of it. You never stop driving until yeah. the grinding stops. No. It, but you, you'll never see it in the replay. It won't make sense. But you could hear him go, wop, 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 And, like, fucking all hit fucking swatting Swan bees and shit. There. Yeah. It, he drove that thing all the way to the fence. And, that, like I said, if Jake Johnson wouldn't have spun out. They <laughs> they they were going to have to build a brand-new race car until he drove it all the way through the wreck. Oh, yeah. I watched an archived video. So Jake Johnson ended up being up there, and I, we were just having a great time calling – that, that Donnie Leah, Jake Johnson, even though Jake Johnson was standing right next to us. And then I went back and I was watching the videos the next morning and I'm like, why were we shotgunning for Jake Johnson? Jake Johnson wasn't even in the shotgun video and neither was the three. <laughs> it was just th three idiots hey, fucking shotgunning beers. You guys were having a time. Yeah. No, we had a great time. And uh, yeah, it ended up obviously... Uh, it's Saturday night is always a great time. Uh, there was moments in time where I was pretty sure I was not going to make it to Saturday night, but we did. And I uh, ended up getting back there, set up beer pong and kind of just in cornhole got like the cornhole boards all lit up beer pong all lit up the stripper pole showed up we were uh we were ready to rock and um the second annual bfp banger yeah and i and Did i not disappoint <clears throat> no i i had a great time and it's what's weird is that like i don't usually black out i usually remember bits and pieces brown but out. i don't I, yeah definitely <laughs> a brown out i but i don't even there's like it's it's different. It's a weird brownout. You Let's don't remember that. the BFP banger. No, yeah. no, I do. No, because I, 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 this is. Okay. I bet there's a couple who don't. So that's that's awesome. So the, <laughs> yeah. so love that for them. <laughs> yeah. So so no, there is. I don't remember getting from the racetrack to the party. That's Let's awesome. Just say that that's, you're so lucky because that is a miserable fucking walk. Yeah. So I don't remember that part. It's a, it's you, a poke. You time traveled. <laughs> I did time travel. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember setting anything up, even though I just said we set everything up. I only know that everything was set up because I remember watching Doug and Joey Campbell come over and beer pong started to be played. And I was like, the party has now started. Like, let's go. And then everyone was there and it was dark. And then I remember seeing like, I remember seeing Neeland. I remember seeing Derek Griffith. I remember seeing Reed Lanfer, which was kind of the, he still exists. He's not dead. That was like the, <laughs> out of everyone that was there, we had half the fucking roof there. Like almost every spotter that spots anything ever was at the party. Uh, like four or five Xfinity drivers and the the one person I remember seeing like I didn't even really talk to him. Uh, obviously Emily was there and 
when I walked out and I saw Reed, I was like, what? <laughs> my favorite, I saw a ghost. <laughs> yeah, I, I my favorite part about this, was, didn't you have trouble with your shower? Yeah. So <laughs> so my, my favorite part about this story is Brad gets this brand new camper. It's a nice camper. It's beautiful. Well, he brings it there and he can't figure out the shower. It's got a full tank of water, pumps running, but there's no water. So, so middle of this party now, there's a shitload of people there. His first thought is, hey, Reed, can you tell me why my shower doesn't work? <laughs> that <laughs> that so was a great That's thing. the guy you bought it from. So I mean, I'm asking Emily you. And they're trying to figure the fucking shower out. That was not a me thing. <laughs> that was not a me thing. <laughs> I didn't, because for all I know, and I could be very wrong, because again, brownout, I did not say a word to read. But who Redford I did talk did. to was, no, when I walked in, when I walked into the, when I walked into the garage earlier in the day, and I, Derek was obviously busy, and Emily was kind of just hanging out behind, um, and so I walked up to Emily, and she goes, hey, what's up? I'm like, oh, I'm just living the dream, and she's like, you ready for tonight? Like, ready for the day, whatever, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, and she's like, I think we're going to be by, by later, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just so... I'm just so happy. Like I, I made it into the garage, which is, which was awesome. Um, and then I'm just like, I'm so happy because I've literally been here for like 12 years straight, like loud in every single year I look forward to, but I always get here Thursday with a tent and I sleep on the, on sleep on rocks the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, I have a camper now. This is like, this is amazing. Like I've wanted this for so long. And so I was like, ah, you know, I picked up a camper on Tuesday and, uh, figured out i was trying to figure out how everything worked on thursday um while it was parked and we were camping so uh i was like yeah i went to scott's and so she just goes this is scott and scott goes hi i'm scott <laughs> but he said it i can't have the accent because i i went to your I recreation I, I, I wish i did but um it's a very well soft-spoken the man. minute he said it i was like oh yeah I've same guy from the commercials that says he's Scott. That makes sense. Um, and uh, so Hi, basically, I'm Scott. No, it's not it like that. Not, nah, it's not that. <laughs> no. Hi, I'm Paul. No, no, Charlie, you're dumb. It's <laughs> <laughs> hanging. Uh, uh, so no, it, but before even we were the party or even races started, Emily was like, "Oh, well, if we come by later, like we'll check it out, whatever." So then Emily and Derek were standing right outside the door of the camper. So I think that I asked one of them to check it out. And then Emily said she's going to go get Reed. And then I, I literally messaged Derek the next day. I was like, hey, man, I haven't tried the shower out. But did Reed ever end up going to check it out? Because I for sure like opened the door. We all walked out. And then the next time I was in the camper was, in my mind, uh, Sunday morning. So uh, I never went back in to check or, or anything. But the weirdest thing about the party, though, is that um, I remember everyone that was there i mean like i remember all i remember seeing freddie and tony and and skip and uh crowley and joe graf jr josh williams and joe graf introduced me to alex lebay met him and then and then i but there's like a whole bunch of time i don't remember you know <laughs> and then it was, it was like, monday but no, so the problem is, is that when i was in the fan zone on sunday <laughs> i walked up to and this was like the 10th time it happened but i walked up to joe graf and his his brother or whatever came out and I was like, Is this your brother? He's like, Yeah. I'm like, Hey, I'm Brad, nice to meet you. He's like, We we literally met last night. And it's I was like Bograph. Oh. I was like, Oh, that makes <laughs> so that makes sense. So every, like in ten people at the very least. I was like, Did I meet you last night? They're like, Yeah. I'm like, You're gonna tell me your name again. <laughs> Cause uh I don't remember I'm also terrible with names. Like I have a really like this super neat thing in my brain where I'm like, Yeah, what's your name? And then when they say it, I don't listen. Um, so I have to, if anyone saw me on Saturday and we met for the first time, the next time you see me, just, just tell me, tell me your name. And then 
Maybe do it again the, the next time and the next time. And the the best the part time. about... Or just wear name tags. The best part about Sunday morning was Nate Barth calls me. He's like, hey, I, I'm, I'm at the racetrack. I was like, oh, shit, I wasn't expecting him. So yeah, 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 we're all at the, we're all at the camper. I said, like, all right, cool. So Lindsay and I got up and took our whore baths in the parking lot, and we moseyed on over there, and there was nobody there. I was like, what the fuck? So I call him up. I was like, where the fuck are you? He's like, oh, we're down at the fan zone now, which those are not close to each other. We, we're literally just there. So we walk back. <laughs> we're walking up, and the first thing out of Brad's mouth, he looks at Lindsay. He's like, hi, Mom. <laughs> She's like, hi, Bradley. How are you? He's like, did I disappoint you last night? <laughs> and she's like, no, no, you're fine. That was that was a lie, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> ah, shit. <laughs> uh, and then Hannah, same thing. Hi, Mom. Did I disappoint you last night? She's like, no, 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 you're fine. <laughs> Spencer comes up. He's like, I'm not even going to fucking ask you if I disappointed you last <laughs> night. Because <laughs> he didn't know who he was, where he was, what he was wearing. <laughs> Spencer is... Spencer found out what he was wearing Sunday morning when he got back to the vehicle. He doesn't. He doesn't get on the gas pedal as hard as we do. But when he does get on the he gas pedal, that he fucking thing right, off, <laughs> right through the firewall. Oh my god! Oh, uh, if Donnie Leah didn't save it, that's what Spencer Morse did. Uh, oh, Spencer! Spencer blew up the motor, the tranny. That's... He he wrecked the car. He wrecked the backup car. He flipped the trailer. Yeah, wrecked the hauler. <laughs> The haulers fucking dragging the AC unit down the fucking highway. Rip the gas pumps off of the sheet station. You got, you got <laughs> the fucking stacks for the exhaust are just fucking dragging. He, he, he was in he got He got an eight. Cleaned out a couple yeah. of civilians. The paint was peeling off. He got a triple A ride back to the shop and the shop was burnt down. <laughs> the bank that mortgaged all of this was burned. Oh, no. Uh, oh boy yeah so the, what's crazy about like the night right so like i do very clearly remember seeing all these people that i named and everyone that was there and but the last memory that i have of the night before i really woke up the next morning was uh i was standing outside the camper party started to die down the cops had already turned the music off or whatever and i remember Don't being understand like, the 12 p.m curfew like you yeah. have a camping lot that is designated basically for the party animals like why not just let it go yeah. I, I promise everybody chose to be in that spot for a reason yeah right. and they're not going to be the ones to call the cops because it's noisy at 2 a.m right promise yeah so there was also <clears throat> and if you are the one that accidentally went there that's on you yeah that's on you yeah they they literally have a disclaimer under the you know n1 lot this typically this typically is more of the rowdy crew yeah if you didn't read that and you just got a campsite and now you're upset, well, you deserve it. Yeah. Also, I never understand the people that like you're you're going to a racetrack, you're going to an event. Like people are going there to have a good time. The people that are miserable that other people are having a good time at the good time fucking factory, I don't understand you, and yeah. you're the worst type of human being. Yeah. Absolute. Go scum die. of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> tweet that uh, <laughs> uh no yeah i i i feel like i don't know that i've ever seen anyone actually get upset in the x lot of like because i have just, seen people just get the, mad, the fucking mounties the yeah. yeah they're the only ones that get upset uh, yeah. jake jake got kind of upset when somebody threw a full beer at his wife but that was understandable well, well yeah, the, the, that was last year though right we're moving right. on and that was yeah <laughs> and that and it wasn't at Jake's wife, but that's what Jake saw. Well, because it almost hit her, but it wasn't directed at her. You, you get it, yeah. you know. But so, <laughs> yeah. 
Yay, that's having to edit shit out. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can think of when I when I hear any story that involves Jake. Oh, oh dude, it is the funniest. <laughs> that video is easily the funniest fucking thing that has ever happened to me in my do life. Time, I, do you got a timestamp? I that? have. Yeah, I do. I have <laughs> never laughed harder in my life. You than know what like I had s- to tell him what that meant <laughs> yeah. on the ride back from Hickory. You know that's like and a slur, was, right? He was. He's like, guy, no way. He was fucking dumbfounded that yeah. he had just said that to no less than 10,000 people over yeah. the last three days. Like, it was to the point where we were choking on oxygen <laughs> trying to remain breathing how hard we were laughing. Oh, oh ben, ben was laughing. Uh, <laughs> we were all... I thought Ben was going to wreck the fucking truck. We were oh, it was so bad. Hard. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, oh, fuck. Him reading the description of what it actually meant was just... <laughs> that's just great A fucking comedy right there. Um... But no, she's actually no. You know who the first person I saw at the party on Saturday was Tommy Carey. Met him for the first time. That was Same cool. guy. C yeah. three. That guy. Yeah, that's that fucking guy. That's that fucking guy. Uh, he yeah. was with someone else. That whenever I see someone else, remind remind me who you are because I definitely <laughs> forgot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he a redheaded fella, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And like bigger than you would expect. Yeah, well, I kind of. He's yeah. He's not like. No, fat, but just like no, a, a generally like I, thick human being. But uh, have like you never, have you yeah. never seen him? Yeah, have you never seen him in like a he, victory lane picture or something? He's yeah, a, I, always that's where that's where my <laughs> even on the camera you're like, damn, he's that's where my intermittent he, recollection. He's in play the, football. He's in the picture that I have with Woody and Andrew Trachinskis uh, from Andrew's wedding. We were we were his drivers, you know, and so we all took a picture. You got myself and Tom and Woody and Andrew. All holding Justin Bonsignor like a little baby <laughs> the long way. Uh, Justin wasn't real thrilled about that, but the rest of us were having a great time. I <laughs> uh, hate it for the guys back at the shop, but no, yeah. The, wait, what? No, I think I started saying it earlier. I didn't didn't finish, but no. The last thing I remember of the night was right before I went to bed. I was standing in front of my camper, and I was to the point where I was like looking around. You know, the party like kind of died out, and I'm like, this is the minute my head hits the pillow. I am going to blow the motor of this car. <laughs> and I, I sure as shit, I didn't. I woke up the next morning and I'm like, I'm going you know, to check my fucking chest and checked all around me, my belongings and stuff. I'm like, no way. There is nothing. Upset of the century. <laughs> yeah. I went the whole weekend. I, oh, I, I would have hammered the over on that. Oh my God. I started, I, yeah, I started drinking on Thursday and I never, never stopped. And it was just a, it was a two foot on the gas the whole entire time. And there, uh, there is so. nothing worse though when you're, you you you've partaken in festivities and you think you're fine and then you lay down it's about three minutes and your mouth gets watery mm. and you're like oh <laughs> no yeah. and then yeah. you got to like get back up and start doing stuff again <laughs> yeah and, it, and then it, but there's like a weird threshold there if you don't get up in time you're, you're fucked even if you do get up yeah it's a, it's a problem that would have been an absolute travesty if that was to happen first weekend Chris out in the new camper <laughs> first weekend out in the camper and we got fucking uke all over it well, um we're gonna try again this weekend yep yeah <laughs> well yeah at least we only got one night to fuck up um but uh well you can only ride the gas i guess for so long and you only have one night to party but we'll make the most of it i'm sure and uh yeah let's 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 try not to do that but um yeah, no, oh, it won't be me. It's probably Abby that we have to worry about. But. Oh, true. Well, is anyone going to try to make her a sandwich? Because <laughs> there might be something thrown through the wall of the camper. Yeah, Scott, we better <laughs> make sure we have cheeseburgers ready. Yeah, holy fuck. <laughs> 
She gets so fired up when uh, I bring that story up. She, she weren't there five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> she, she needed An a absolute scene was being She caused. needed a cheeseburger <laughs> ten minutes ago. And it, it uh, was that guy's exact problem? <laughs> fucking problem in that moment. Oh, uh, no. This... This weekend could not have been more. Hi, Bob. <laughs> you might want to go that way. <laughs> Your girl's causing a scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the best part about it is, like, a lot of people, like, if if she was causing a scene, like, other groups would have gotten mad. We were just like, no, no. I was like, we're all that person every once in a while. I don't know, know what she was causing a scene over because I just looked at the dude, gave him a head nod. He's like, what's up, man? I was like, yo, uh, sorry about whatever's going on. Can we get a couple cheeseburgers? He's like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Was that that hard? Yeah. yeah like, I was like, hi, Bob. How was your piss? Uh, so there's a situation. So, <laughs> keep in mind that Abby and I were like pretty good friends in high school, and I hadn't really seen her in like six, seven, eight years. And then she's just causing a scene. She just, just reappeared like, into your yeah, life. Yeah. And <laughs> just. Via me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thi- like, and it was cool, though, because I could like bust her balls about the situation because she was very much in the wrong and uh it was just <laughs> hilarious to me that we were all she was standing with us in line or when we went to order and then didn't order and then got mad well it was the, the best it was the best charlie goes to charles bradley goes to brad for yeah well bobby, where bobby goes to robert and well abby get goes to gail <laughs> and get Gail needed a goddamn cheeseburger. Yeah. That's all it she was. got one. She every, every once in a while, Gail, Gail does need a cheeseburger. I'm gonna make sure to pack the grill for this weekend. <laughs> all right, that's all, all right. that matters, Bob. Perfect. Um, yeah, no, it's. I, I did make sure. I had like the Monday scaries, like you read about today, like to the, just because of how much of a blur like the majority of the weekend was. When I woke up Sunday morning, I like looked at my camera roll and I'm like, surely I posted some Snapchat stories I have to delete. Nothing. Uh, I posted one story and it was on the BFP Instagram page. Nothing bad in it. And then uh, I had I asked people to send me what they had. I all I got was a video of uh, me doing a Jello shot. There is a well, I had to screenshot someone's story of me on the pole um, with Hannah. Sense. And uh, I knew that was early because I was trying to recruit ladies on the pole. So why wouldn't uh, just an absolute fucking doofus of a male get up there and try to get more women up there without offering up money? So that and then uh, also I have a picture of Cassidy and Hannah kissing my cheek. And um, that's about it. And then I got a picture, this sweet picture that's super blurry of uh, Freddie uh, with his arm around me. And I am fully, fully like as much Vaccinated. of... No. Uh-oh. Well... It looked that looked uh, my very dumb is hanging out. That but. looked very similar to the photo that Daniel Eugene got of you and I at the two fifty yes. last year where <laughs> yeah. where I've got my arm around you, similar to how Freddie does giving you the talk and you are just lights are on but no one's home. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> because I don't remember this picture being taken at all. But uh <laughs> That's uh, that's all I have. That's all I have for documented footage. So that's good. I mean, I think um, sometimes, but, sometimes the the less evidence, the better. Yeah, but I, I, I couldn't do, wait to wake up Sunday. Like the first thing I wake up Sunday and I grab my phone and I'm like, oh, I gotta go see how many of my friends died last night. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a missed call from Rusty, and a Snapchat from Rusty's girlfriend Shelby of him balled up in a lawn chair with a pole and spring water in his hand. I was like, okay, Rusty t- tied one on. Good for him. Rusty Rusty got very like lovey on Saturday. He got very mushy. Which is everybody. He just loved everyone. It was. I think I kissed. It was Justin a different side Williams of Russell on the cheek. Who? Justin Williams. Oh. Which would make sense. Yeah. There's like two I, or three. Actually, m- I there- think I got a kiss from. Justin <laughs> Williams. Now that you say that. There's like two or three men that, in just a normal conversation from anyone that that knows me, uh, that I could be like, I kissed blank on the cheek, and they'd be yeah. like, Well, probably, yeah. Yeah. Normally, they'd be like. 
And actually, Why? <laughs> actually, thinking, looking back on it, Derek Griffith grabbed my ass. Yeah. Uh, that was his introduction, saying, "Hi, I'm here." I'll, nice, ble- I'll, I'll bleep that out too, just in case. For, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You no. were sexually assaulted by an Xfinity. Player. I was gonna say he just he just ran the Xfinity race and he introduced himself with a nice little butt tug. And I was like, hi, hi, Derek. My butt tug and then tried to fix my water tank, and so. <laughs> <laughs> not in the sexual way. <laughs> what is the what sexual is the way? Sexu- God damn it! <laughs> I don't know. You can put you, you can put six and nine together and try to figure nice. out what. But nice. fixing your water tank is? Mm. Well, there was no water coming out. It looked like friggin' that string cheese there. Fucking squirt one. It was all all yellow. It out was dehydrated. <laughs> no. No. I don't know that I ate you enough may, food this weekend to produce that much. You may want to see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like a long time ago. You want to talk about food? <clears throat> no, I mean, I'm New Hampshire hungry. Motor Speedway. Lad. Absolute dog shit for food. <laughs> no way. It is the grossest it's track an, food. It's a NASCAR track. They Ever. never have good food. <laughs> Ever. I love hot dogs. I, I It is my guilty pleasure. I, you, you eat them the long way. You and absolutely the, love fire in a glizzy. I eat them with down in your throat. Yeah, you get it. So... <laughs> I love a hot dog. I love a hot dog. They fucked up the hot dogs. I was not impressed. I went to get tendies. $15 for a tendy fry basket. Got two of them because, well, with me and Lindsay, that's two people. So, or Lindsay and I, Jesus Christ. What is wrong uh, Lindsay with me? and I. Thank sure. you so much. Uh, yeah. So, I, <laughs> I got, what did I got? I got two fry and tendy baskets. I got a cheeseburger, two hot dogs, two beers, a lemonade, and a frozen lemonade. I think that's and you right. had to remortgage your house. <laughs> right. Well, to the well, I walked yeah. up and they're like, "Do you need a box for that?" I was like, "Yeah, that'd be awesome." They literally gave me like the divider that comes in a thirty rack. <laughs> they're like, "Here you go." I was like, "Sick." What am I supposed to do with that? And I'm walking up the stands, and Brad's like, "Oh, cool. What's it like to be rich? What was that? Three grand for all that?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but the food was fucking dog shit. It was so <clears> gross. <throat> Weird. I could have told you that. Yeah. I don't. That, I, I was don't just know. Starving. There was at one point in the weekend where, actually, well, it was yesterday. Um, Amanda and Ashley went to go get food, and I went to go get beer. And um, naturally, so I, uh, I was causing a bit of a seat. This goes back to like the Monday scaries thing. Like my like the camera roll would have helped because I would have been able to piece a lot of shit together. Like I, I, I people have been sending me pictures periodically. Other people have posted pictures. Our friends from the party. And I'm like zooming in the background to see who was all there and stuff, just in case you know. In conversation later on, they're like, "Oh yeah, your party it was fun." I'm like, "Yeah, it could have been yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure was had a blast." Um, I was told that Freddie uh, told me to get down off the pole at one point, which makes sense. Uh, Dad's just looking out for his son. Uh, and, actually, uh, I believe he told you to get the fuck off that pole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that makes sense. But so in the way that we operate, um, I could, I've got started to give way less fucks. Like I, I didn't, the only times that I put a shirt on this weekend where was where it was absolutely crucial um, Once you realize in life nothing matters and yeah. there are no rules, it gets way more fun. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, I had like a blast. Like I had the most perfect weekend of all time. Like, and I'm thinking about that. But then, like, my brain, my like broken, stupid, fucking dumb brain, uh, just all of a sudden goes, "Well, it couldn't have been that good." Like, you surely did something that like made someone upset, right? And uh, so that's why like, my whole ride home, I'm like, did I? I feel like it was just perfect. I don't think that there was anything that went wrong. Like other than the fact that I didn't get a cup pass, but I didn't give a fuck about that. Uh, I just wanted the Xfinity one. Cool. Yeah, that so, was pretty cool. But I'm like, eh, you know, I just think it was good. So I'm like, I, 
I had to message Amanda and be like, hey, um, <clears throat> did you're with me like for most of the weekend? Did I like, was I embarrassing or like what <laughs> happened? You know, basically what happened the whole weekend? Like, was it, did I, was I a lot? She's like, no, you're just having fun. And I was like, oh, you sure? Like, I feel like I, I probably fucked up somewhere because I don't remember a lot of the weekend. So, but no, I had fun. It was a great time. And uh, obviously, we haven't even talked about Sunday yet. But yeah, I woke no. up uh, <clears throat> to an absolute fucking crime scene on the, the ground. Uh, that was, I woke up and uh, Ashley, I think, goes, uh, she, she goes, you should uh, wait till you see the, wait, wait till you see outside. And I'm like, oh yeah? It was like 9.30. Kind of woke up like a little late. And I just opened the door and I'm like, oh my God. Tough scene. Baghdad. (laughs) 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 It was bad. So, are we going to Sunday? Yeah, well, let's go to Sunday. So, so before we get to Sunday, um, I actually got to see him this weekend, first time in a little while since Daytona. Uh, We're going to have our New Hampshire Motor Speedway Puskas Pooper Review from the one and only Chris Puskas. He is the engine tuner for the number two you NASCAR have went, You should have followed him into the bathroom and, <laughs> and re- recorded it live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> no, it's not, not that. that. <laughs> uh, so here we go. Puskas Pooper Review, Loudon. Oh, no. Boys, this is this is bad. This is not right on brand though. Like I, I didn't going into this week. I'm like this. This isn't gonna be a good. This one. isn't no. good. No. This isn't good, boys. Two point six out of ten. Mm. I don't think that's an all time low. I think last week's was worse. But I think was it a two four? Yeah. It's a, it's scraping the bottom of the barrel, as mm. Bradley. Well, would you say. don't want to scrape the bottom of that barrel because <laughs> that is gonna be a yucky one. So loud and two point six out of ten. Paper towels for toilet paper. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> His poor asshole. <laughs> oh, hemorrhoos. <laughs> it feels like I wipe my ass with 40 grit sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> Smells oh, like man. someone shit in a shoe in this one. <laughs> the temp is okay, but could be better. There was a bit of a line with only four shitters. <laughs> Stall had adequate room to move and push, but I had higher standards for a northern shitter. Hopefully we can improve this one for next year. Okay experience here, but nothing to brag about. Dude. And there's literally a roll of toilet paper Dude. by his feet to wipe your <laughs> arms. I'm sure with. it's not the one that he was using. But every uh, Northeast Classic weekend, I always find myself in the shitter right as you drive into the infield on the left. And it is the worst shitter <laughs> you'll ever be in ever. On the it's flip always side, like, the shower house that they built outside of the racetrack is 10 out of 10. Phenomenal. It depends on when you go. If you're going Sunday morning, tough oh, look don't, the kid. Absolutely don't do that. No. That's that's where COVID started, I think. Yeah. That's, that's for sure yeah. where you get some sticky toes. Uh, uh, yeah. You, you got to bring your shower shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got to waffle stomp somebody else's shit. It's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> but that, that's all right. That'll happen in big time auto racing. Uh, before we get too much further, we got to uh, <laughs> rattle off the uh, presenting sponsor today's show. Uh, the sponsors on the Zero Limited back again uh, for this Hell absolute yeah. shit show. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a good one, though. So we'll get a lot of listens on this one. We're having a lot of fun. So uh, the sponsors on the Zero Limited, again, thanks to Alex and Trent Smith. Uh, go watch them race up at Oxford. Uh, McCormick & Sons Trucking in Hollis, Maine. Black Point Auto & Towing in Scarborough, Maine. Linex of Portland in Portland, Maine. Route 5 and 35 Auto Repair in Dayton, Maine. Showham Roadway Services in Berwick, Maine, CW Designs in Buxton, Maine, Backwoods Burner Services in Standish, Maine, and Brookhill Classic Morgans in Dayton, Maine. So, again, thanks to uh, thanks to them for sponsoring the show again. I think we got a couple more shows with them on board, so it uh, won't be the last time you hear all those names. But uh, 
yeah, moving on to uh, moving on to Sunday. Had, uh, Su- Sunday was a time. Uh, I I, I was uh, fortunate enough to actually not get denied. Mm. Uh, Sunday uh, garage area passes. Yeah, you and everyone else. And Lindsay had hell I, of a guy. Brad is getting everybody but himself. Yeah, that passes. was nice of you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> what a guy. Mm-hmm. I was so flustered when I like sent the text. I like sent Amanda a text. I'm like, Hello. why would they even give you the QR code if you? That's what I was. That wondering. doesn't make sense to me. That's what I was wondering because. Wouldn't it Keter, have told you to fuck off well before you yeah, got well, to that yeah, point? Well, yeah, Keter sent me the text message that said, like, I don't know that Brad can get in, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's, they're going to give him some trouble. Like, I'll see what I can do, but I don't think he's going to be able to get access. And then 15 minutes later, I got a QR code, and I'm like, well, that's probably a good sign. Like, I would assume that it's they're going to send you. Like, yeah, I'm like, I assume they're going to give you a QR code if only if it's good news. Um, but so, no, I, I texted Amanda, and, like, there was – I was flustered for, like, five minutes before I realized that I didn't really care that much. Um and I texted Amanda, and I'm like, "LOL, I hope you guys have fun in the, the garage on Sunday because I don't even have passes anymore." And then her response was like, "Wait, LOL, how did you get pass, or how did we get passes and you didn't? Like, what the fuck?" And I'm like, "That that just like kind of pissed me off." I was like, "It's like I did get everyone passes, now I can't even go into the races. We don't have access. Like, they don't even have a ticket." Hell of a guy. Uh, yeah, great guy. Uh, I'd like to thank the guys back at the shop. Uh, for uh, giving me a great piece. But yeah, no, it was, uh, I ended up being a good day. And uh, Sunday, I didn't really care too much about being in the garage, but you went and checked it out, huh? Yeah, it was pretty sick. Uh, Lindsay, apparently, Lindsay had only been to Loudon like once ever, uh, which is obviously different than us. So it was cool to kind of show her different aspects of it. I feel like most people go and they're like, ooh, NASCAR, and then they go home. And then we are obviously, well, it's not that. So um, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> typically, I feel like whenever we've had those, to get through the tunnel, is very straightforward and easy, and there's, like, no line or anything. Well, we got there, and there was a line wrapped up to the fucking souvenir hauler, out like, by turn two. I'm like, what are we fucking doing here? They had wands. They had, like, metal detectors and shit to get you through the tunnel for Sunday. I'm like, this seems like a lot. They Florida, apparently there's just no rules for anything, even at the racetrack. No, they haven't even had COVID yet. <laughs> they're gonna be just some imagine, pissed just imagine when that gets there <laughs> yeah. um yeah so we, we waited in line to get through the tunnel and then we finally did and nascar they are very regimented they, if, if something is happening at 12 30 it's happening at 12 30 not 12 29 not 12 31 it's happening at 12 30 as it should be well they um said that the garage area does not open for anybody other than like teams and drivers until 12:30. Okay, fine. Fair. Fair enough. So, it's like 12:15ish and we're just getting there and there's a bit of a formation kind of huddling around there. And I actually saw like Dickie Fowler and, and hung out with him for a little bit and we're just waiting, waiting and waiting. Well, it gets to be about 12.45, and I think that there's going to be a fucking riot with this guy who is holding back all these people who have garage passes for the Sunday race, and he's not letting anybody through. And it got to the point where like we were like, fuck this. We're going to walk around like to the other side, and we walked around that side. That was fucking blocked off, too, and we're like, did somebody die? Like, what's happening? Surely you didn't think that you weren't going to get allowed in one way, and then you were going to get allowed in another way. And like, Well, we saw matter. like people coming in. So that's why. So we went out the other way. We're like, what the fuck? So then we went back, and then they naturally, when we had left, they let everybody in. Well, yeah. And but I thought there were like people were get like starting to like throw shit, like try to move the (laughs) fence and stuff. I'm like, okay, let's let's. They were lighting their uh, torches and (laughs) grabbing their pitchforks. Uh, So we we finally got in. uh, Saw a 
ton of people that we know. Uh, Alex Lacognato working for Trackhouse. That was cool. Uh, saw Will Norris. Went to college with him. He works on the 23 car. Uh, stumbled into Freddie. And Lindsay was, like, struggling because it was hot as fuck out on Sunday. And It, it we, always is. The hottest time of the year is whenever Loudon happens. And, and we needed we needed waters, like, 10 minutes ago. And Freddie's like, you want a water? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure do. <laughs> So, so he just brings us back to the hauler, and Lindsay's like, "Oh no, there, there was like a ten over there." He's like, "No, no, no, just come, come with me." He brings us over to the hauler, and he like undoes the rope and shit, and we're like, "Oh, oh, oh all right." So we're at the back of the twenty three eleven twenty three hauler, which is parked right next to the forty five, and all of a sudden the door opens to the forty five, and well, there's some monster girls that walk out to do monster girl things, and I'm like, "All right." And then uh, the little buddy pops out, and that would have been Kurt Busch. And what's he do? He does he does the NASCAR and Bob. And uh, I was like, wow, that's th- like I think we talked about it a little bit in Florida, where like we don't really get like starstruck or anything like that. And I've always liked Kurt Busch. I like Kyle Busch. They're kind of cunts, but that's why I like them. I think we've all came to the conclusion that we don't really get starstruck. But without, we, no, without we, like overusing this saying, which we say it a lot, but you're like, oh, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah. He, well, yeah. he, he popped out, and I was like, uh, that's the guy. I was I, like, I think it's I actually like, to the point. I? It's yeah. the point where we do get starstruck. We are just really, really good at hiding it. Well, it's it's also to the point where I'm wearing a tank top <laughs> yeah. that says yeah. BFP on it with a, a Stephen Nassie hat on backwards. Mind you, that's a five and a middle finger <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a lanyard on that says VIP could not have been less important <laughs> drinking a water and there's Kurt brush i was like that the, all right cool so that was like a weird moment for me and Lindsay's like how, how did we don't belong here i'm like you're right she's so, she must be new here <laughs> so, so um anyway we started meandering again we saw chris puskis at the two trailer there saw brad keselowski just doing brad keselowski things um Again, to the point where it's like that 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 is that guy. So uh, we went out onto the the pit area there, and I had to explain to to Lindsay too. Like we typically do things that might bust out of the little box most people do, right? So those passes, they they very specifically say like this only gets you on the infield for Sunday. This doesn't get you on the infield for Saturday, and this doesn't even get you in the grandstands ever, right? She's like, "Are you sure? Like you're gonna?" I was like, "Just." I promise it might not work. So, <laughs> so, so, Charlie so, texts me. I'm like, you'll be all right. My, I basically <laughs> just told him like the the little tips and tricks of yeah. how to make that shit work. It's so amazing what you can accomplish at a NASCAR race if you just, just act like you belong. Yeah. Not, uh, the pow- the power person. a lanyard gives you is wild to me. Mm. Joey, Joey, yeah, yeah. Joey yeah. Campbell spotted yeah. an entire season <laughs> with just with a lanyard. Just a lanyard. <laughs> no hard card attached to it for the whole year. <laughs> So so fucking so powerful win. When you got when you got a bunch of people who I don't know might have spent the, their nights at Walmart uh, before they went to to the NASCAR track there, uh, wearing pajamas and shit, and, and you walk in, teeth. and they got their just regular peasant tickets, and I'm wearing this landlord that says I'm fucking important. Yeah, I uh, I walk in and I was like, no no no. They're like, do you have your ticket? I was like, nah. I flashed the card like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm like, this is Saturday. Don't you know who it, I it's am? Like, what are the, what, wait, they start spit shining your shoes on the walk-in. <laughs> it literally says like, they whistle Sunday, over a golf cart. Like, don't let this person yeah. anywhere around the racetrack unless it's Sunday and it's only the infield. Like, oh my god, no, it's fine. Just walk right in. Yeah. We walked right in. She's like, that that really did work. And I was like, I told you, you just gotta act like you own the fucking place and it's fine. Yeah. 
Um, so no, Sunday was, Sunday was really cool. We had, we ended up on the racetrack too somehow. And she's like, we, what are we doing? I was like, I don't know. And we, uh, also like the, the other way to get into the stands too, is like you walk from the infield, like across the racetrack up into the flag stand. Nobody was checking anything. Anybody could have walked. That's that's why I didn't watch a lot of driver intros. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work, but I got to figure out now if it is going to or not. And, and it worked. Yeah. (laughs) No one. Like like what we just said, we were at the day twenty five hundred. We literally had four hundred dollar tickets that we did not need. That we could have sold outside. The way that right the up. way that things keep snowballing for this program, like at some point we're just gonna be like on the flag stand and in the pace car. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. How did we get here? <laughs> you do you know how many times I've been to a NASCAR race and they're like, and, and your grand marshal is fucking Bobby <laughs> Belligerent. You're like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> what, like what's your name again? Uh, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie. They're gonna <laughs> podcast. No, yeah. no, it's not that. <laughs> That in the, the would not surprise me. Green flag. We're gonna be at po- be. we're gonna be at Pocono next weekend, pacing the field, and one <laughs> of us is gonna be starting the pole. I don't know. It's gonna be a rental ride or something. Yeah, but <laughs> one Rick, of, Rick Ware's gonna yeah. call one of us to drive the car. <laughs> yeah. one, one of us will be in the first pace car. The other will be in the second pace car. Brad's gonna be in the back seat. Like I don't know what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be on the flag stand. <laughs> Keter's giving me a helmet and a fire suit so I can be the chief starter. Oh, I'll be in the backseat with an IV bag and a fucking bottle That poor bastard of had to wear a fucking fire suit and helmet at the highest point closest to the sun. Yeah, stand All 40 feet above the racetrack and uh, wear a fire suit and helmet. Oof. It was hot. hot. And when I say hot, it was fucking hot. I had also never liquid IV'd ever before, and my official review is, wow. Not a free ad, but wow. Yeah. No yeah. free ads. Very uh, Holy those no. things are game changers. Very expensive. Very. I wasn't light switch. Yeah, they're not when you actually break it down though. They're they're two dollars a little thing. Oh well, but I you, when you buy forty eight of them at a time, they're expensive. I yeah. I felt like absolute dog fuck on <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> I felt you like felt dog like food. Ryan Sieg's race car, <laughs> and yeah. Lindsay's like, you want it? I was like, I, she's like, I got Pedialyte ones. I've got this liquid IV too. I was like, oh, I've heard big things. I'll try that. And it was literally like a light switch. I was like, I'm ready to rip. Like yeah. fucking, let's go. That's the whole reason I survived Daytona this year. Like last year, there was a couple days in Daytona where I was in bad shape. This year, fucking up, thought throwing the football yeah. at 9 a.m. on the beach every yeah. morning. Yeah, because yeah. I'd get up and just slam one of those. Granted, we're gonna die when we're 43, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's okay. <laughs> My uh, my girl, she's gonna kill me for telling this story, but I I can't not tell it. <laughs> she says to me, "I knew what she was getting at, but I wouldn't let her off the hook." She, we were talking about liquid IVs, and she's like, "Yeah, I saw something like those are actually bad for your liver, um, because they allow you to drink more." And I go, "Oh, honey, that's not what's bad for your liver; it's the alcohol." <laughs> and she got like so mad, and she's like, "That's not what I meant." And I'm like, "You said liquid <laughs> IVs were bad for your liver. This, this is what came out of your mouth." She's like, "No, that, I meant that that." It, it, it makes you feel better, so you drink more, and that's bad for your liver. I'm like, hey, all I heard was liquid IVs are bad for your liver. <laughs> the I'm FDA sure love that. The FDA said that's not yeah. the case. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> so mad at me. No, you're taking asshole. That's not what I said. I'm like, ah, that is what you said. <laughs> no, no, I promise that is exactly what you. And said. I go, it's not the liquid IVs that are bad for your liver, sweetheart. It's the alcohol. <laughs> Oh, uh, she is in trouble this weekend because oh, I'm going to bring that up over and over. I think in trouble. <laughs> uh, depends man. on how far she listens into. Some she admittedly taps out after uh, I get done talking about my weekend. And that's doesn't that's, really care what you guys have to say. I've, I've been told <laughs> the same thing. Sense. She's like, I only listen for what you did on the weekend, and I pretend like I wasn't with you the entire fucking time. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I was like, cool, <laughs> all right, probably a smart play. That's yeah. why Rusty has such a hard time listening to these shows because he's like, I was there for it all. I I lived it. 
like I, I don't need to listen to it all again. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, we, could, we could use you for the numbers, but whatever. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah at least click play. <laughs> Download it at least. Put your phone down and click play. Yeah. Then yeah, um, <clears throat> I didn't watch a single lap of the cup race. You missed absolutely nothing. Uh, that was. That w- a terrible race. It's loud and dude, there's never been a good one. That was a okay. Well, um it was awful. Charlie and I were sitting in different sections and I don't know how the section uh, and by sections I mean he was two or three rows behind me the, and I the, think the, that he the, watched a different race cuz I had a great time. The, I mean it was I had a great time. It was the longest the, race of all time, but there was action at all times, which is very unlike Loudon. I think that you are, you're getting a little spoiled. <laughs> do you remember before <laughs> stage breaks at Loudon? That, there I would do, be I one, there'd be one Ooh. spin out. It'd be, or they'd throw the Joey Logano's not in the lead. No, caution, I understand. The phantom debris yellow. Brad, Bradford, fucking, I understand. Oh, but they'd they, go three they, one green flag. They, they would re-rack them. Yeah, I remember Jeff Burton yeah, winning. Let yeah. every lap. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I remember, but like it, they, okay, they throw a yellow. Great. They would have a really good restart. It'd be cool for like three laps. And then it was Loudon. But that's, that's and then like the yellow every, came out seventy laps later. And then they every, have a cool restart. And then it was Loudon. That's every cup race now though. I mean and, and then like the race was boring until like the last maybe twenty laps. And then they were three wide for the lead. And then Chris Riverbell won very convincingly. And Brad won the picks again. Yeah, weird. It was a great fight. I also the, I pick Eric Almirola wins the race last year, right? I know it was a weird pick. That's fine. He was in the top ten, and every person I picked something fucking stupid. Yeah, when I looked him. at the results, I I went on to Google and looked at the running order and saw he was minus nineteen L. I'm like, all right, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> he, he every time though, it's it's something fucking dumb. And he was literally in the top. I think he was like seventh or eighth when it happened. And like I don't know what happened. He just was going down the back stretch, and then it just wasn't caring anymore, <laughs> and to the point where he just like get, like because NASCAR says like you can't work on your cars unless it's a mechanical failure of some sort. He got to work on it and come back down twenty laps later just to rub it in my fucking face that he was going to make. And it was even better because Joey Logano felt like a fucking rock in the yeah. last twenty laps. He was up in the top five and then finished like nineteenth. Yeah. <laughs> also tough break, Martin Truex leads every lap, but you uh, love to see it. You absolutely love to see it. <laughs> And then I mean, we're it, we're two winners away, and him not being one of them away from him not making the playoffs. Yes, yeah, yeah. There's been what fourteen up to fourteen, and they take sixteen. Yep. And I believe that's one of our Patreon questions. Yeah, is it not Bradley. It is. Speaking of that, uh, Dave Sykes said, "Will there be more than sixteen different Cup winners this yes. year? And who is the next to get a first win of the season? In your opinion, <clears throat> of the season or ever? Just well, of this, so this Har- season. Harvick this hasn't season. won, Truex hasn't won, Blaney hasn't won. I mean, they're Bubba those, Wallace could easily win. Those are three perennial finish third." Um, names, you know, yeah, there's a lot of wild cards. You got road courses. You got the the Daytona, August date. I mean, anyone can win that. You fucking damn near almost had Corey LaJoy win one a week ago. I would be I'm, surprised. I'd if say there's going to be six. I'd be. I think there's going to be sixteen. I really do. Which that's awesome. If there's more that's than sixteen, awesome. Austin Cindric's out. I mean, imagine that's starting okay. starting your rookie season by winning the Daytona 500 and not making the playoffs. That'd be phenomenal. That's okay. Speaking yeah. of Austin Cindric, too, all week I I obviously predicted Christopher Bell to win. I had a little bit of money on it. But I was say, hopefully, well, you, hopefully you didn't fade yourself again all, and actually week, bet on him. I, I did. I really was... Uh, this Cole Custer to finish in the top 10 was plus 850 at one point. And I was like, <laughs> that is the bet of the century because I feel pretty good about it. Running 6th or 7th late in the race, him and Austin Cinder get, get together, and I was kicking myself because he was in the top 10 for a while at the end. And uh, then uh, Austin Cindric, I think, cut his cut, cut his tire down or something. He fell back. But I was, I was going to be really pissed because those are some pretty fucking... Healthy odds. That but, odds. Um, I what don't else know, we who, got for Patreon? Who's going to be the next next winner? I think oh, that. No, we didn't answer that. One. I think uh, you might this 
It's Pocono. I think someone's going to win at Pocono. One of those three, it's going to be Someone is going to win at Pocono. You're right. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Liquid IV is bad for your liver, Bob. <laughs> uh, no, I think because... In other news, water is wet. Think about it. Harvick is nasty at Pocono. Blaney's nasty at Pocono. And uh, Martin Trex is good wherever he goes. But like Harvick, though, he's been dog shit all year. Dog yeah, fuck Harvick. as well. He's been dog food. <laughs> Harvick has been dog food all year. Uh, but, I don't know. But he's still one of the one of the best drivers out there, so yeah. he can put himself in position to steal one. You I never think, know. Yeah. I think Blaney wins this weekend. Um, Matt Seen says, outside of short track racing, what other forms of motorsports would you want to try? Uh, I want to do... Hold on, read that again. I, what, what, how outside of short track racing, okay. what other forms of motorsports That's what would I you thought. Want I just want to make sure. Um, 1A and 1B is... Uh, Monster truck racing, or <laughs> monster <laughs> trunks, <laughs> or or uh, like the pro two and pro four trucks that like Jimmy Johnson started racing the, that are super popular on the West Coast. Like I would love to try that. I want to do, I want to do those uh those boat races, but only have <laughs> but have all my friends in the boat with me so I can just shit whip them the whole fucking time. They cartwheel the them fucking things into the crowd and <laughs> they just like put them back out there and keep or, going. Or like those Red Bull airplane deals. Yeah, I was gonna say, just give me one. See what air happens. races. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're only gonna wreck those once. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You get a bottle. Well, you don't want to stick your plane in the fence. <laughs> oh no. Knock the front clip off your airplane is a bad day. You want to give this one a try? Oh boy, and we had that. We had the, the the what is it? What is it? What are those things called? The um. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. We had the description of what of how to say that. Irish but it was goodbye. The, not well. Had to do a couple of those this weekend, but yeah. the uh, no, how to actually say? Oh, like last show last week, I think. Uraguay, Uruguay, Paraguay, Waregi, Paragliding. <laughs> I feel like that's not. Is it, it angle or angel? <laughs> <laughs> Now you're just being ignorant. Is it Angle? Angle <laughs> Waregi. Uh, well, it's Waregi. No, Waregi? it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get it to look. That was a perfect... No, it's not that. Because uh, that, that's, that is that. Yeah. Uh, out of the gaggle, who's usually the first one to be done during a party? X pass thing out at 11 p.m. And it's it's Sean Foster. It's Mitchie Bags. <laughs> Mitchie Bags usually blows a motor real quick. Uh, and quicker then, than anyone else. Mitchie Bags usually oh, are we talking like Are we talking like blowing motors or like fucking off? Um, probably just in both. general. Okay. Just when the, whose Sean party Foster, is over? Sean then, Foster is definitely then the Then both answer. of our answers are correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is the case. Yeah. Uh, they both go out at the same time, but one goes home and the other one... Yeah, one drives home and the other one hospital. throws up on his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor Mitchie Bags. Uh, Alex Krakowski. Are you, are you, you know, me? Sorry. Yeah, you can... I was just... I, mean, you just I was talking to myself and then I realized I was wearing headphones and I also heard that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first time. First big day. No. Uh, what was that noise earlier? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Alex Krakowski, top five things at the racetrack that gets your gnarls barkling. <laughs> Sight, smells, that's anything that said? gets the hairs on your neck standing up. <laughs> that's something we said. That's kind of funny. <laughs> Gnarls barkling. I like that. Didn't you say something about that. gnarling your barkley or something? <laughs> uh, uh, jinx. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Driver introductions, probably. What was if the done, question? If done correctly. Oh my god. The, yeah, yeah. The, the flyover if done correctly. Dude. <laughs> the flyover was like, there was gonna they be were about to be ride. on lap ten. Like everyone, the flyover was. I have never late. seen more sad puppy dog eyes <laughs> than the people standing in front of us. They brought a big old American flag, like a big old one, 
Um, they've they're they're fucking they they, they are, are trying Toby to be Keith on repeat. On, yeah. They are trying to be on TV. They they are the proudest of Americans of all time. And you go to these events, and there's a flyover. There's a flyover. Every one of them. Eleven out of nine times, and you're like, that's 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 what gets your fucking just right like gnarls barkling. You're barkling your gnarls like you read about. Oh, and. The national anthem happened, and on Saturday it was sick. They had like the Black Hawk helicopters buzz by, and like that was fucking cool. Sunday, it's the big show. Like, it's gonna be it's a big, big airplane. Show. It's gonna be a big flyover. Like something cool. We went to Daytona. I thought I was gonna get, eat, eat an airplane. <laughs> We're on the top row here at Loudon. Wasn't that? No, nothing was happening. Couldn't see anything. The at anthem all. was done to <laughs> yeah. the point where the guys in front of us were like, "That's sad." Like yeah. they, 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 they were sad. They. They needed a moment. A couple tears shed. They were folding the flag up. Yeah, I was like, guys, sit down. Hey. And then all of a sudden, guys, fucking <laughs> Maverick himself comes <laughs> buzzing by. Fuck, we're late. <laughs> they could not have been more late. Like, no, they like, were about to drop the green. And, yeah. like, like they, they were fucking wicked late. And just, <laughs> well. Then we started talking. It's like, what if they just, it must be, it's obviously tough to time those things. But what if they just came flying by, like, in the middle of the Canadian National <laughs> <laughs> Which Bradley and I rocked, by the way. Oh my god! Crushed every it. time, crushed it. Just kind of you guys' move. Yeah, <laughs> big hockey guys. Uh, John Ward said, "Bobby, how soon can we expect a few more real race cars from Timmins Racing so Brad and Charlie can get over their fear of speed?" Uh, Just kidding, fellows. Love the show and keep up the good work. I will take one super modified, please. <laughs> love a fellow super modified brethren. Um, I got, I got two. Uh, well, like one and three quarter right now. But um, well, there's three of us, so. Who gets yeah, the Rochambeau for it? I do. I keep saying this, and maybe one day I will actually do it. I want to just do like a track day with the 350 and then just be like, all my friends bring a blank check in your fire suit. And, mm. um, I'll bring someone else's blank check. Yeah, just hope you don't bin <laughs> it. I'll bring, bring, <laughs> bring the bank's blank check. Bin it, you know, and you own it. But <laughs> So you're not going to build us a free race car? I probably not. That's it's not up. really in the budget. You know, my check-in and my savings. What and, if John Ward paid for it? Um, Yeah, I'd build anybody a car if they're, if they're on yeah. screen, but... Um, what if it's Monopoly money? That's the <laughs> no. Maybe these, isn't the that. yellow? I think like the, the yellow fives is the are big, green. Yeah, the yellows are the big bills. So yeah. I'm gonna need the yellow ones. <laughs> Scott Fowler said, "Why do all my picks for the pool do great until stage three and then finish fifty sixth or worse?" And then also, <laughs> and then also, when you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, what do you put on first, peanut butter or jelly? Peanut Heated topic I had earlier and want you guys to take peanut on. butter first because I don't. Yeah. I use the same knife and I don't want. To jelly get jelly in, in the, the peanut butter, peanut butter but it's okay yeah. to get peanut butter in the jelly. Peanut jar. butter is an absolute delicacy. <laughs> yeah, actually, it is. It is. It's a multi-purpose tool. Explain that to me, please. Because the jelly only goes with the peanut butter, but the peanut butter goes with many different other things. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> like, what have you ever put jelly on an apple? No. I've never peanut butter and jelly. I know you haven't, but I'm just saying. Like, you've eaten peanut butter before. I try not to. I try to. I'm sorry, you I, have such on a purpose. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I just. Don't, I, I. I think it. I, I. don't care for. It. I feel really. I feel really bad for you. You're. You're missing out on like uh, some of life's pleasures. Some like peanut the, butter gets my gnarls barkly. <laughs> the only. The only time I'll Especially really when you put it on in front of the dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Charlie's dog that lives here, man. I was saying, you don't have a dog, Bob. <laughs> I don't even have peanut butter here. I keep peanut butter at work, and there's no dog at work. Oh. I, that's literally all I eat at work. Over like breakfast and lunch, I'll just have a uh, English muffin with peanut butter, and then also then an English muffin with peanut butter. And yeah, I'll have nah, something else when I get. No, nah, peanut butter can just fuck right off. No, to me. they are absolutely. <laughs> I, I'll peanut butter like once every other year, and it'll be like th- a peanut butter and fluff. 
and that's it. Mm. Enjoy a good peanut butter and fluff now mm. and then, but it it sticks to the roof of my mouth. I used to it. I used to do just jelly sandwiches when I was a kid. You that you, know, you missed out on literally fifty percent of happiness. Yeah, just think. You, you know, did you like those jelly sandwiches? I did. Just think of how much better they would be I, with peanut butter. But I don't like peanut butter, bro. Why do you, what what is wrong with I you? I just don't care for it. I don't know. I'm going to... So, okay, tomatoes, so, peanut butter... More, this is, tomatoes more peanut butter are, for the rest of us, I t- guess. Tomatoes are absolutely yeah, tomatoes foul. Can, <laughs> yeah, tomatoes can fuck off. <laughs> and they are the devil's fruit. Yeah. They, yeah. they can fuck right I, off. I have five free passes for anyone that eats tomatoes for staying in my life. The rest of you can all go fuck off. <laughs> my father used to eat tomatoes well. like an apple. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I remember I saw him do that once, and I... Because, <laughs> like, I have... I just went for a walk. I am 20... <laughs> Neanderthal, <laughs> <laughs> like the same walk that you go on when you find out girls poop, uh, or when I make that noise. <laughs> also, girls don't <laughs> girls don't poop. That was when, when, when Bobby just said when you put it on in front of the dog, you almost just had to go for a walk. <laughs> you just I looked over at you and like your soul went for a walk, but you were still sitting there. The uh, thought of his little precious buddy being violated by Brad. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I my my dad my dad he was a big dude and. Uh, I just I've 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 been I've existed for 29 years allegedly, mm. and I I remember I was young and I've never liked tomatoes ever like even one time I was like I've never been like you know what I need a tomato, yeah and I saw him eat it like an apple it was like over the kitchen sink and I'll never like it was burned into my well, head well, obviously because I was like sink, so if he threw and up, I was like I was like <laughs> I was like make quick work of it I saw him do that and I was like you were my hero <laughs> like that, that's fucking terrible never me he, he like put salt on it and then took another oh, bite I'm like you God. fucking serial killer. <laughs> What is wrong yeah. with you? Yeah. Where are the bodies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, food, let's just uh, roll right into this one. Oriana Level said, if you could create your own concession menu using food from different tracks, what would be on it? A rotating shift of food trucks. Well, that would, uh, that's that a was, big brain move. Um, <clears throat> I don't think that was the question, though. I want... I like uh, that was exactly the question. Well, I thought... I read that as, like, taking existing food items from other tracks and making, like, an all-star lineup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, deep exactly fried Oreos and I was beer. Say, <laughs> that's, that's yeah, yeah. Deep fried Oreos. The, uh, the at staff. Right yeah, nice, just because that, nice, that will pay for the range. The nice southern know. fellow from Volusia County Speedway. Oh. Uh, steak, steak on a stack. Oh, oh my! It might have been Gator, God. but that was fucking good. That I had to get two. It was so like sixteen dollars, but I was like, I need three of them. And those. it probably wasn't even fucking Gator. <laughs> no, that was, was for sure was squirrel. Fucking otter. That was for sure roadkill squirrel. <laughs> it was some, and rodent. it was so good. It was good. It was, yeah, it was, it was just, so. Good. I'm like, I'm two years in a row. The first thing I do when we get to Volusia is got to find the stack on a stick. Volusia County Speedway <laughs> pack of trucks, ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes. Uh, uh yeah. So that, that's literally the menu. We're gonna have the Gator on a stick, fried Oreos and beers. <laughs> Uh, Welcome to BFP of, Speedway. <laughs> all of our all of our customers in the stands are four hundred pounds. Uh, uh, we're gonna have. Uh, I don't even think they have any. Do they? Does uh, do they still have poutine at Lee? Oh, they that, might. That would have to be. Beechridge had the poutine food truck there for for a minute. That was always pretty cool. Pantois. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Stafford Speedway ice, ice cream cone stand could probably come too. Oh my god! Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, best tendies in the league, Stafford. Yeah, they're they're pretty up there. Riverside also, they were they were pretty pretty. Riverside's there. tenders were pretty good. Mm-hmm. I I typically don't eat racetrack food when I race most days because I I have a fear of shitting my fire suit. But when I went and raced <laughs> Riverside last fall, mine's white. I'm gonna be terrified. When I went and ran Riverside last fall, I made it a point to go get some tendies because you guys said they were good. 
I actually think that uh, Jennerstown having Little Caesars, like full Little Caesars pizzas, is an absolute fucking game changer when you're hammered. Talk about shitting so. your fires. <laughs> Holy fuck. I don't care I what like it pizza is. Pizza is not a racetrack food. No, no not really. For I some do, reason, I, I do eat. Why. I do I'll, eat pizza. Also, like I didn't even think of this, but Loudon, it was. It's always hotter than Satan's fucking asshole <laughs> every time. And I go there, and I'm like, yeah, I want a cheeseburger, two hot dogs, and two baskets uh, of tendies. I'm like, this is the this foul. is coming out of a fryolator, and it's 400 degrees outside. Yeah. They didn't offer cold products. They had like frozen lemonade, and that was it. You know where I think I crossed the line this weekend was <laughs> <laughs> so when we went down to go get food. A moment of self-reflection, Bradley. <laughs> so, like, and I, I, I just pictured uh, tarps off Bradford going down with Amanda and Ashley to uh, attractive-looking females, and they just have this absolute fucking stud dick fuck behind them, some dog food, whatever. Just, I was like not. Giving, I didn't give a fuck this weekend about anything. So just walking around, tarps fine, you're off at a NASCAR just, race. Just, uh, just gas and beers and just being. You should have been wearing a bandana and yelling "Let's go, Brandon!" all weekend. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I really fit right been. in. I uh, did, did Brandon Brown see the "Let's Go Brandon" banner? He well, he's probably so sick of all that that he just doesn't even see it anymore. He probably did, and then he probably unfollowed us on Instagram. That makes uh, sense. <laughs> but so no, we go down there right, and they want food, and so I just want beer. And but we found Christopher Fuller, and we're hanging out for a little bit and then they go over and get in line but as we're walking by there's like this weird fucking like uh, i don't even know how to describe it like a big black rubber tub that just has water in it for some reason and chris goes don't go go dunk your head in that and i'm like okay and then i went to go do it and he like looked like he was recording and i was like oh he's recording i gotta go do it so then i did it and he didn't record any of it and i was like well, that was dumb i was just being belligerent for nothing but i bet it was refreshing when i put it was when i put my head down in there though um there was, was also well, no, it was, but there was, <laughs> that'd have been funny if it was like gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> when I put my head down in there though, there was a mask. It was just a, 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 a like COVID still existed. <laughs> we were you just, you were went, bobbing for, went bobbing for masks. Um, so that was definitely gross and pretty uncalled for. But <laughs> as, as we're standing in the food line, I'm like just not thinking at all. So I'm like, let's go, uh, you know, you guys, you guys get food and uh, then I'll go get, grab beer after. And Amanda goes, why don't you just go grab beer now so we don't have to wait twice. And I'm like, well, you, big brain. Yeah, that's, why we, that's why we keep, that's why we keep you guys around. So when I walked, when I walked over there, they had this like uh, big fan blowing like cold water on you, and I'm literally just standing there and nude. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Someone walked up to me who I definitely knew, and I trust it with for a little bit. But um, there was like a random family that was like behind me, and like a whole people at the picnic table, and they were like absolutely loving the fact that I was enjoying this as much as I was. <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there, like I think I might have done like the fake like pull the water chain down, and uh, then. I turned around and I was like, that is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And they all start laughing. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go buy that thing a beer. And uh, so I walked up. <laughs> One of the grossest things I saw all weekend. Oh, what did I do? Not even you. Oh, thank God. So the the race ends on Sunday, right? And there, the Sunday was a, a lot of people there. Mm. There was a lot of people allowed. And it, probably from some other group of schmucks like us, Typically, when you like dump your cooler out or something in the stands, it falls through the cracks and it like rains underneath the stands. Mm. Well, there was a, a a younger girl with her, I assume, mother or grandmother. Like, oh, that looks cold. I'm like, that's 
probably not water. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, no. That's no. not bad. <laughs> no. Especially no, considering bad. that I believe off the top of Loudon, just a year prior, <laughs> uh, there was piss falling off the top of that. R. Kelly was fan, <laughs> NASCAR fan. You don't remember that, NASCAR guy? You don't remember that, bro? Uh, there's things in life that I pick and choose <laughs> trying to remember and not remember, and that is not one of those times that I try to remember. I, so. I just want to tell that little girl, I was like, I just hope you understand that, that very well that, might be urine. Yeah. That might be Oh, piss. you know what was the biggest letdown ever is that I didn't eat really anything on Sunday at all, but so when I went to go grab beers, I grabbed two beers, one for myself, one for Chris, and they had... I'm not a candy guy, but they had a big cooler of frozen candy, and I'm like, that sounds absolutely phenomenal right now. Frozen, frozen candy? candy? Like, like they you, had. So you bite into a Swedish fish and chip a tooth? Well, no, it was just like it was like you never frozen like a Reese's peanut butter cup or something. Like you ever had a blizzard? Yeah, no, like um, yes, you fucking <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. You, you, had a blizzard, you uncultured swine. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah, <laughs> fucking never had a blizzard before, guy. I fucking <laughs> used to go to Dairy Queen twice a week. Yeah, right? girls, a, girls, Jesus. let <laughs> me at least get. My fucking shield up before you guys start throwing. I didn't bullets. say it was bad for your liver. When I think candy, though, I I think is of candy like, also bad for your liver. I feel liver. like is that what you just said? I feel like yeah. s- <laughs> I think Skittles or Swedish fish and sour patch. Oh, no. Like Reese's are most definitely a candy. I just don't. Yeah. So like the cooler was basically they, they all chocolate candies like that. They had they had uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. They had Snickers, Baby mm-hmm. Ruth, Twix, and Butterfinger. Just I'm the like frozen I'm Snickers. Like, yeah, I'm like I yeah, butterfinger I blizzards would, were my favorite. Those are the those are those are definitely the move when it I comes like to a, a blizzard. I looked at the the options for so long. I'm like, I need a Snickers. Got a Snickers. Got two beers. Went up to the stands. Put the Snickers in my pocket. Found the Snickers. <laughs> 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 when we were cleaning up the campsite at about 8:30 p.m. The oh, Snickers bar. I was like, is, oh man. The Snickers bar is no I was longer with us. So excited <laughs> for this from, moment. It went from I didn't a even frozen get to have milkshake the to chocolate mountain. Yeah, I was, I was like, let's get it. No, I didn't shoot <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's good to know that Tough. that's chocolate. Uh, look for the especially snakeys. with the peanuts in it. That would have been a confusing <laughs> matter. And then nougat. <laughs> you fucking diverticulitis. Well, that's some bitch. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so Rob Alley Jr. asked. So yeah, to finish that off, I would definitely have uh, uh, chicken tenders, fried Oreos, uh, steak on a beer, stick, alligator yeah. on a stick, and uh, Snickers. And, and, a food, and, 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 and a food truck. And a food truck. And, and, and an abundance and of porta pop. shitters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rob oh, Alley. What? The, Our racetrack's going to thrive. <laughs> Speaking of porta shitters, we parked. So when you have the, 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 the card deal, you get the park and the VIP parking. Well, that's also like the, the crippled parking, too. And they have like the the porta shitters for like wheelchairs i've been in apartments smaller than that fucking <laughs> portisha that i was in very they, spacious they got they got a whole thing going on there good for them yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm sure it's worth not being able to walk <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh is that too much it was no, still gross no. it was still gross but <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to bleep that out That's i good. almost hung up a picture it, it needed <laughs> i asked on an episode like Six or eight episodes ago, a stupid question of you guys if we've ever had to edit anything else that any of us have said. And since then, I'm on every, now two edits. Every show. <laughs> every show in the last month has had. We've gone back to our roots. 
blame blame it all on our roots. Yeah, let's next weekend let's let's do the show on Sunday morning. I showed up in boots, do a hammered, ruined your black tie fair. Yeah, let's let's just get hammered for old times' sake. (laughs) (laughs) Just do a hammered. We do a throwback show with (laughs) the (laughs) shitty mics. I'll bring my iPad and my speaker. We even just sang too. It's like it's fucking 2012 all over again. Yeah. (laughs) They ever find Joseph Coney? They gotta get that guy. That's that. That's that's not that fucking guy. But <laughs> when they find him, it will be, and hopefully they fucking kill him. What what, did, what was he even doing wrong? <laughs> um, I don't know, but it was real bad for a couple days. Yeah, they went on a press tour. <laughs> they went to Wyndham High School and told us how bad this dude was, and they never even found him. Fucking a, gotta get Bush back. Never have office. I ever felt more brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. I was on, I was fully on board. So we gotta get this guy, and then a week later, could not have cared. Oh, I was MySpace hot on the streets. All hot yeah. and pumped about trying to find Joseph Coney. Uh, Rob Alley Jr. asked, after Denny moved Ross that one time in 3 and 4, do you think he's going to do anything else or now? Or or was that the payback? Because if that's it, that's kind of lame. Also, how about that Reddit kid uh, Friday night? Hey. Uh, I watched this hey. happen live. I actually, like, I was playing on my phone a lot because the race felt like it lasted about for a decade. So I was playing on my phone a lot. But I, every time I looked up, I, my eyes like auto focused to something going on on the track, and I had to point it out. Like I watched Brad Keselowski and someone else, like f- Austin Dillon. It wasn't Austin Dillon at the time; oh. it was actually someone they else. They were slapping dicks there for a little yeah, bit, though. Yeah, and uh, so I saw him do it. I like pointed, and then uh, I saw this Denny and, and Ross thing. And Denny did. It looked like he absolutely tried to hit him and wreck him. And someone was like, "Do you think he was doing that on purpose?" I'm like, "Yeah, I think, I, mean, I think so." And then they they kept swapping it out, and Denny was trying to chase Ross back down. Never really got back to him, and uh, I don't, it was. It was very lame. I hope that wasn't the payback. I don't think it was. I don't think it was either. And I, I would have. I wish that he just succeeded because I would have been right on not only the winner but also that he was going to pay him back this weekend at Loudon. And well, we can't always be right mm-hmm. about everything. But yeah, how about that Reddit kid? Pretty good. Hey. He's a hot shoe. Underrated. Watch out for him coming up through the ranks after after I think seeing he's, what I think he he's going to make it. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Woody Pickett oh. said, uh, "Bradley, what's your favorite casino in New England? Um, definitely not Oxford." Obligatory Woody Pitcat talk. Yeah, it's yeah. probably going to be uh, Foxwoods. Yeah, it's definitely gonna Mohegan. Be I've never had a bad time in Mohegan. Foxwoods, I just was tainted by the 10 mile long walk to Johnny Rockets where we then sat there on the floor for 25 minutes waiting for Oh, him. yeah. Jeremy was so mad. Oh. He oh, he got the raw end of that whole <laughs> so weekend. Yeah, he did. Right into the point where even when we were leaving Sunday morning, they fucked up his order at Dunkin' Donuts. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you stormed out of there. He, oh. Poor kid. Yeah. Fucking, we gotta give that. We gotta give that another try though, because that was the mid. That was like a mid COVID. Yeah, yeah. But I've Fox been to Mohegan a few times. It's always a good time. Um, I only Mohegan when we MGK'd. Yeah, and that's, that's the only time I've ever done. That sentence only it was always Mohegan. We'd mm. we'd go to Waterford <laughs> in the fall for like their big end of the year show, and we'd always end up at Mohegan after that. It know. was a lot smaller than I thought it would have. Mohegan's be. pretty small, yeah. yeah, especially compared to Foxwoods, yeah. but. Yeah, yeah Foxwoods is, is just own planet. Mohegan was cool because I don't know that I've ever actually made money at Foxwoods, but we were waiting for you guys to show up before dinner. I think it was just Holly, Amanda, and I. And I, I was like, well, if we're waiting, I'm just going to sit down at this Wheel of Fortune slot. And I fired like 20 bucks in, and all of a sudden I had 95 bucks, and then that's what paid for dinner. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. Encore um, doesn't suck either. I've it's never encored. It's not, it's, not it's not my first option, but it does I've doesn't also suck. never been to Encore. I wish I'd, I want to give that a try. Though. Encore. Do you want more? What? It, Reagan fucking snap messaged me a question like an absolute 
uncultured fucking swan. Oh, weapon of the week: the fifteen late model at Bowman Gray Stadium going backwards. Yeah, that yeah, place is a bunch of feral animals. That's a bunch of fucking. What are we doing? It's not even racing. It's just a WWE. No. Of fucking and and that's sports. fine. Like there's yeah. Yeah. like there's people that they are so the there's people that are so angry about it. It's like why are you mad? Don't go. Don't build a car. Don't race there. Like obviously it's a successful business model. They have full divisions and a full fucking stadium every night. Like yeah, obviously it's it's a clown show, but not everything has to be raw, pure forms of racing. Like, no. obviously those people that go there and race there, they do it for a reason. Yeah. Like maybe they like crashing under yellow or <laughs> or driving across football fields the it, wrong way. But like the, those weren't cheap race cars either. Those they were are... called street stocks, and they were like ABC body late models. Oh, I thought they were late models. <laughs> right, they called them street stocks, but they had like slick tires and like fucking brand new Gen Six Camaro bodies and oh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought there were late models. That's yeah, why they, they look like late models. But, yeah. but but either way, my biggest gripe is just the people that are. Oh, this, this place is bad for racing. It's a joke. It's like, well, then don't go. And yeah. Don't watch. <laughs> Plenty it. of other options. Yeah. Like, it obviously works. It ain't going nowhere. They have big car counts, like I said, and huge fan counts. It's the so. same. It's the same people that say shit about us. It's like there are literally <clears> millions <throat> of other podcasts that you can listen to. Just fuck right off. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's about. That's about it. I think. I in my uh, in my notes, all I have is uh, I don't know. Like, well, you definitely. I guess you guys probably don't eat either of them. Maybe you've seen a reel, but Kevin Cooney, uh, he's very big on TikTok. He almost has like a million followers. It was funny. So I uh, was down on the infield with you know, we have friends that are on the racetrack. He is there to watch some of our friends, and we get up in the grandstands, and I see him walking up, and I'm like, that's that fucking guy. Yeah, I, could, I, had I to, couldn't have known less I, of what you were talking. I had about. to, I had to go, uh, I had to go fangirl for a second. So I walked up to him, and I was like. Hey man, I was like, I don't watch TikTok all that often, but I do love your shit. And he's like, Oh, dude, I, I, I appreciate it. I was like, Big NASCAR guy, or are you just a big NASCAR guy today? He's like, Ah, just big one today. I was like, All right, well, we appreciate you being here, or whatever. And I was like, Hopefully, hopefully you have a good time. He's like, Hey, thanks, I appreciate it, and walked back over. And um, that was cool though. He, uh, that, that's gonna get lost on a lot of people. But go if hey, Bob if, do TikTok. Um, you do. my lady friend sends me them all do the you time. Do the TikToking? I, uh, I have the app, but I don't have an account. Yeah. I, I just watched the reels two weeks yeah, after their, <laughs> the reels <laughs> yeah. after they go after they're popular. <laughs> I, do, I do like the reels. I get yeah, IG, I get incredibly but. okay. I'm not even gonna say it. Never mind. Um, because then people are just gonna flood my inbox. But so uh, no, if you you've probably he does reels. I assume too because that's how I think reels works. Um, but he's pretty popular. Look him up. Um, and then uh, I probably we, won't do that. That's fine. I'll, I'll, certain people will. I've not. gotten to this point where I haven't tic tac yet so i don't think i freaking kids in their tic so the uh the only podiums uh podium pals of the week presented by only podiums uh let's see jeff marshall won uh in a late model at white mountain dave cameron won uh in the uh the bfp ridge runners at lee travis hydar picked up the win at stafford in the street stonks uh jason corliss won in the late model on thursday and uh am i wrong in saying that tanner woodard won at thunder road too or did i make that up did i get two weeks ago I looked up pictures of victory lane. It could be right. It might have been two weeks ago. So yeah, congrats on winning either this week or at least two weeks once. ago again. Yeah. <laughs> congrats on winning at least. Uh, one did, time. He did win a heat race. I know that because I. Oh well, I that, did, that counts. Heat race hero. Yeah. I did the most egregious thing ever. I watched all the heat races at Thunder Road Thursday night and then turned it off and went to the bar. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Now's a good time to stop watching. Yeah. <laughs> Better tune out. Interesting. Um, uh, yeah, stupid. and uh, I'm uh, so stupid. Brandon Barker finished second at White Mountain. I don't know who else. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't get to. I, this is a very late looking up the podium pals of the week. But yeah, the I, podiums. You, I, you got a whole bunch of gear. 
From yes, I did. Podiums. Yeah. Yeah. Old, uh, I, old pal there gave me a whole big old blue bag full of only podium stuff. <laughs> Jay gave uh, Tyler Reddick a shirt, and I for sure was like, Jay, what the fuck? You ain't going to give his, his wife a tank top? And he just like looked at me like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> I'm like, well, I was trying to make you laugh. Well, but it's, it's funny you say <laughs> that, Bob, because uh, in that bag was a tank top. Yep. Lindsay wore it, and she wore. And Abby, uh, Abby has one. Well, well, we we got up for I think must have been Saturday, probably. No, no, we got up for Sunday because we were there. Yeah, obviously. So anyway, Lindsay puts on the only podiums tank top, ready to rip. Puts on her uh, ripped jean shorts, ready to rip. Gets out. And uh, Shelby comes out of the the uh, camper with Rusty, and she's wearing her only podiums tank top and her ripped jean shorts. I was like, "Fucking white you girls! Guys they're they're, all, the, they're all the same." <laughs> uh, so that was uh, that was funny. And then Rusty was <laughs> wearing his uh, uh, might have it was like a pink and yellow shirt, and then I wore my Brady Bacon shirt. So we looked like we were twinning with our ladies that were also twinning. I was like, "Yeah, we're just uh, that's it's a whole different section of porn up there." But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. Had a had a good weekend, all in all. Uh, we gotta do picks. Yeah. Well, and, uh, uh, also couple couple two tree things. Uh, Tyler Reddick, we've talked about him the whole time here. Uh, signed with twenty three eleven for the twenty twenty four season. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be that's uh, the silliest thing. Season. What you should do, everybody listening, is uh, tweet or Facebook Derek Nealon and ask if he's gonna go with Tyler or not because he's super pumped about how many people have asked him that already. Yeah, and the answer <laughs> is uh, nobody knows. So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah we'll figure that out next year. Yeah, I, we still I have a whole other year. I kind of want to ask him and be like, hey, when you make a decision, will you come on here and break the news so we can be like Big J Journalism's here breaking news? Yeah, yeah, we got. It's, he probably I mean, won't do that. But yeah, probably that's fine. No. <laughs> Uh no I, I I think the timing of it is interesting, um but I I, I don't think, know I think RCR is gonna fucking cut ties with him at the end of the year honestly yeah. but did do you think they cut ties and then he does like a Ryan Priest like you're on standby for a year until his contract starts <coughs> he might have to drive a shitbox for a year but did Joey Dwyer end up on on the podium no he got uh, Corey Corey nipped him at the line for third oh. uh, on Friday night at Lee. That's what happens and when you miss Joey, the last five laps. Joey wanted to come on and talk about how Kelly Moore cost him ten grand. So uh, yes, that uh, well, yeah. Welcome to anytime, uh, Joey. Also, yeah. also speaking of Kelly Moore, he won it with Cassett. This he did past Saturday, or well, the one before. You get it. And uh, also, what else was I going to say? Oh, uh, Richard Moody Racing. They had two ben. race cars at two different racetracks. Um, one car had. Joey Poland was at Lee Speedway. Ben Rowe had the other one at White Mountain on Friday. They brought Joey to White Mountain on Saturday and announced Saturday night that Ben Rowe will be no longer driving for the right. race. Uh, I was going to say that uh, they had one car at one racetrack, another at another, uh, but one race car that was at Lee had the hauler and the whole crew. So I think that that might have been the beginning of the end was uh, that right there. So weird move, um, but uh, one of the longest-standing super late model relationships in our area anyway, Ben Rowe in the number four. That's been as good as anything else. You're, you always know that that's going to be a thing. So uh, going to be weird to not see that associated with each other anymore. And we'll see what Benji does moving forward. Only remaining driver in the history of forever to have started every single Pro All-Star Series super late model race. Um, at least on the north side. At least on the Yeah, you get it. But Yeah. Uh, I had real quick my last note before we get on to picks. Um, a couple weeks ago, as I assume, unless this is your first ever time listening to our show, Brad and I went to SRX at Stafford. And I was talking about how I talked, chatted with Haley Deegan's car chief. Um, <laughs> oh, this Bobby's is his own weapon this of the week good. this week, too. This yeah, is cool. Yeah, yeah this I is forgot cool. This. Southern fella with a drawl. Didn't know who the guy was. I even exclaimed, like, oh, I want to interview that guy, and I don't even know who he is. Um, it was Tony Erie Jr. 
Yeah. And uh, how'd Matt, you find that out, Bob? Matt Gain had uh, texted me when Dale Jr. Download came out last Wednesday. I was like, "Hey, uh, the guy you uh, um, imitated with the Southern drawl there was uh, was that Tony Yeri Jr. Because you you nailed it." And I'm like, "It could have been. I don't know." So I went to Dirty Demo's Twitter and saw a picture of Dale Jr. and Tony Yuri and was like, "Yep, that's uh, that was that guy." So I am a dipshit, uh, a darf. Um, that's a dumbass race fan. Freddie yeah. Freddie sent me a link to the "What an Idiot" uh, T-shirt on Couch Racer. Um, after, after I outed myself for this uh, on Twitter, apparently I had a nice conversation with Tony Yuri Jr. and didn't know it. And boy, wish boy we could have interviewed him. <laughs> yeah, you know, guy's a pretty accomplished dude. Learned a lot about him on the Dale Jr. Download last week, and uh, was like, "Well, damn, I talked to that guy and didn't even know it." So sick. I am a darf. I feel like that would have been one that to to know in the moment. That would have been cool. Yeah. 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 It's Definitely. almost cooler in hindsight, though, just because he, like, we just, we had a conversation. Like, he was willing to talk to me, and, like, I didn't fangirl or, you know, starstruck because I didn't know who he was. So, I'm, like, proud of me. You know? <laughs> Good for me. It was just talking to that guy. Uh, actually, one last thing from the weekend. We probably should bring up the fact that uh, it was cool, obviously, for me. I I know a lot of the drivers on Saturday, some that you guys haven't even met yet, and, uh, they all seem to run really well. Um, Brandon Brown finished in the top five, I believe. Yeah, he uh, got lucky, had a set of tires left above everybody else, caught a late caution, drove a – I thought he was going to win the thing at one point. He was yeah. motoring, but uh, yeah. got to fifth and uh, just kind of stalled out there. Yeah, he finished fifth. Uh, Joe Graff Jr. finished 12th, and uh, uh, C.J. McLaughlin finished 13th. So uh, and, a lot of our buddies – Noah finished last. Yeah, yeah Noah was uh, in the top three there for – a while. Luckily, uh, race pools are uh, pre-tech because uh, I had, uh, or I had no one, one of them, and uh, ended up still with money. So what happened? Um, too low on frame height for him and Landing Castle. Uh, Landing Castle. Yeah. Who finished uh, third? He was. Yeah, he, was he was in the top four. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then he, I, he was looking real wintery for a second there. It looked like it looked like Derek Griffith was going to have his, himself a hell of a day before he ended up a couple laps down. Finished 18. Power still, steering but, issues, but drove back up to fifth in line at the end. Yeah, oh, that would have been tough. Would have been sick to watch without the power steering problem. But yeah, it was to the point where the whole right side of the car was like gray from just yeah. shit getting all over it, and Oof. yeah, not good. But tough look. Well. I alluded to it earlier. Picks: Charlie had Almirola finished thirty first. Um, I had the twenty two of Joey Logano he finished twenty fourth, and Brad with another outright win. His one, two, three, four, five times he's picked the winner this year. Charlie and I have done it a combined twice between the two of us. So Brad's pretty much uh, got three this, times got this one wrapped up here. Uh, is it three times? Three times. I did it twice. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, Good for me. Brad has 26 points. I have 41. Charlie has 45. Uh, so Charlie will get to pick first this week. Pocono. Poke. Oh, no. Give me the... How many races are left? It's uh, a fantastic question. I'm so happy you asked. I have a lot of good questions, Bob. Um, Pocono, 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 Pocono. Weird racetrack. Give me the... Yep. I wasn't prepared for this. Well, it's not like we haven't done it every week. Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> G- give me... Uh, <laughs> give me the 19. Martin Truex Jr. I'm going to take Ryan Blaney. 
Oh, thank goodness. I'm going to take Kevin Harvick. When you started, <laughs> when you started talking about winners and like who's going to win next, and then you started saying how you like Ryan Blaney's good at Pocono, I'm like, dude, do not fucking blow my pick here. No, well, I, you, <laughs> I mean, I was going to take him for sure, but uh, obviously, yeah. Uh, I had my backup yeah. pick was going to be Chase Briscoe, but um, yeah, so we'll yeah. see what happens there. Right. So we got a pretty big weekend on top act, tap. Actually, we got go karts on Friday. Yeah, and we're then, back uh, at Bartlett on Friday night for the go karts, um, and we'll all be in attendance at Star. I think. Yep. SBM 125 night at Star Speedway. I'm there with the 350s. They're racing us first. We're the first feature of the night. Get the little, the lowest division out of the way. That's awesome. And Star Speedway is putting in a bar at their racetrack and hoping to have that be open this week. So See you there, Bob. I know Bradley and I are going to be, uh, we're going to be in probably Robert and Bradford. Uh, I saw Jamie Weber and Bobby at Lee on Friday. Obviously, they own Brian Cruz X car, and I said, uh, Make sure the super modified race is first on SBM night. And Jamie's like, why? I was like, bar profits going to be up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Looking forward to that one. And uh, we got a little surprise that hasn't really been announced yet that uh, our, our, our buddy Woodrow is, is doing for us. So excited for uh, excited for the SBM 125 this weekend. And it's uh, definitely one of my favorite races of the year to look forward to. You know, it's yeah. it's a big deal at my home track. And uh, Modifieds, who uh, who doesn't love Modifieds? By the grace of God and 600 horsepower or whatever they say. Yeah. They do say that. Yeah. So. And we got the camper, the uh, the BFP cabin. Yep. Um, I'm going to end up being there Friday night. I got to probably clean it up. I at Last night, <clears throat> so I loaded up the camper when everyone else left, uh, like, to the truck. But I was staying the night and uh, ended up with Blaze at, underneath a tent in the X lot until midnight when everything closed down. And then ended up back over with Blaze and a bunch of the uh, a bunch of Seekonk guys until like 1.30, and then I was like looking at my phone like, oh, shit, I have to be at work. I'm supposed to be at work at 7. I knew I was going to be late, but I'm like, oh, my God, I'm pushing like even showing up to work level right now. So I uh, went back to the camper, cleaned up a little bit of stuff, but I got to get there Friday and, and give it a good douching, especially uh, trying to trying to get Amanda to come and hang out with Abby so she's less bored at the racetrack. So, well, uh, I'll be at the bar regardless, and uh, I got to – I probably should, probably should clean up the camper before anyone else shows up, but had a good time regardless. And, uh, yeah, I woke up this morning at 5.45, dropped the camper off, and uh, then uh, was at work at before 8.30. So that I don't know how that happened, but pretty excited to uh, go to bed here shortly. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, Friday, we'll be at the NASCARs with you fellas. Saturday, unfortunately, I will not be at Star Speedway. I do love the SBM. I love Modifieds. I love Super Modifieds. I love all things open wheel related that being said uh lindsey has a work concert in the bangor area we're gonna go see keith urban and we said we were gonna do that a while ago and i made that commitment so i'm gonna go see keith urban in bangor on saturday while you guys are doing modifying you're gonna go to bangor and we're gonna have a banger yeah yeah, so I'm sorry I'll miss it, but I'm sure I will uh, see it and catch up on it, and uh, I'll see if I can cause a scene in Bangor. Well, make make us proud, pal. I got you guys. Yeah. 176? Dave Lambert. Taylor Dana DiMatteo. Yeah, there is actually a 176, Dana <laughs> DiMatteo. He won at Waterford Saturday night in the SKs and was promptly disqualified. Tough. Well, Tough the pictures last the forever. That's right. They can't take that away. Yep. I feel like oh, it's a 76, good. 76, 76. Well, Jimmy blew it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Yep. That other dude at Stafford. Uh, David Root. 
three time. Oh, no, is, it? is he seventy five? I think he is seventy. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. We missed him last week. <laughs> we either missed him last three time winner this year. Didn't he win this past weekend? Uh, yep. Isn't, sure did. isn't there like a blue and yellow modified? Probably. What's that? That What's was seventy five, oh. and uh, it was funny you said oh, yeah. that, and we couldn't think of it. And Woody texted me, and he's like, "Pastriac, Chris yep. Pastriac, you idiots!" Yeah, yeah, I had someone that was yelling at me as well. Yeah, that, that's the one. That's that guy. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Um, seventy six. I'm out. Yeah, I'm also. I've been out. There since is a, there is there is a, a bunch I think, but I just yeah. man, it's way too late to me. It's I it's was late always, getting here. Wasn't that wasn't wasn't sure. uh, uh mm-hmm. to me the seventy six is always Dave and Taylor. Yeah. Well, the I mean the the kid that wrecked Derek Griffith I think is seventy six. Tyrone Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, that's too much to airtime for that fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Tomatoes. Bad in all forms. Waterford, Waterford, here we go, Waterford. Race car, race car, here we go, race car.